so Daniel, I don't know if you've noticed yet. I don't. I think I've hidden it quite well from you, maybe. But Brent, I've been trying to to hide something from him this uh, mm-hmm. this whole opening of the show because uh, notoriously, I, I would say for for myself on this show, uh, I wear a lot of blank T-shirts. I don't like a lot of oh, things. No- not just on the show, but in real life. In real life. Okay, yes. I was going to say no. notoriously for this show, I guess. I don't know that I, mm-hmm. anybody else outside in the world knows this about anybody or myself or who would care. But uh, for you fine pe- people that, you know, we've mentioned this before, uh, I don't like to wear anything on my shirt. Uh, I don't like a lot of logos. I've tried to explain it in the past, and I I, I partly bring this up because I have some, some new explanations. Uh, because today, here's a peek. Whoa. I'm wearing one. Hey. Wow. Hey. All right. (laughs) Got this as a gift from a wonderful friend here named James. Uh, There's a a Houston local shop, a friend of his, that made a uh, a t-shirt shop for movie-related items. And uh, luckily, uh, they're doing very well. And they are actually just packed up. And they're not going to be in Houston made anymore. They are moving to LA to do even better. But they are called Super Yucky. Super Yucky. And they make a lot of cool movie t-shirts. So this is their main thing they're big famous for right now. So James got me this. Directed by Wes Craven shirt. Wow. That's cool. Very simple. Very me. Yes. It reminds me of, I've mentioned before, one of my last big t-shirts that I did like wearing anything on my chest was uh, episode one. I had a t-shirt that was just black with white writing. It just said episode one. And every year a new episode came out for Star Wars, I added a, a new sticker to it to make it episode two and three. And it was my favorite shirt. This one reminds me of that. It's in the logo style. So this black and white, white text, uh, a logo style from Scream. It's like the direct Yeah, vibe. that you'd see at the end of the movie. Yes. And it's yeah. fucking mm-hmm. perfect for me. When he gave it to me, uh, we were at work. There was a lot of sports guys around there. And this guy was like, who's Wes Craven? And I looked at James. I was oh very, I know. And James just goes, wow. he's a sports guy. He's not a movie guy. And I was like, oh, good. Because wow. they always talk about all these fucking people that I've never heard of. That are super uh-huh. fucking famous sports people. And I was like, oh, this is how it feels all the time. Got it. Okay, cool. So you should walk up to someone and just like point at some like shrimpy white kid that's there with their dad and be like, oh, is that Bo Jackson? I don't even know. I hear that name a lot. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, it's Michael Jordan. People talk about Bo Jackson a lot over there. That's that's true. Yeah, he's still a big name for some reason. Um, Yeah. So this is uh, my new favorite shirt because um, for one, this company is really cool. A local company, kind of a friend of a friend. Got to be this big LA thing. They've been on like The View. the other day, That's there was cool. like a um, an interview between the director, Mike Flanagan, who does like Hill House and Oculus and stuff. He was interviewing Guillermo del Toro, and he was wearing the, the his shirt, which is the Una Pelicula de Guillermo del Toro. I butchered all that Spanish, but... Uh, and Guillermo del Toro was like so excited about it. They were both like geeking out about it, and I, I love the idea of it. There's, a, there's an orange or, or yellow one that says music by John Carpenter that I thought thought looked fucking stellar as well. And it also is like mm-hmm. his kind of like Halloween writing, you know? Um, so I just love the idea. They have a lot of other cool stuff too, but this is kind of like their main brand, I think right now. That's mostly I've seen. So they have a bunch for a lot of different kinds of filmmakers and um, it's all really a rad. So go check them out. It's super yaki, S-U-P-E-R-Y-A-K-I. And uh, okay. yeah, you can go. They're only they're doing right now. There's like a week. They're not shipping for uh, for moving reasons. But other than that, they are open for business. So I'm going to definitely try to get more things from there. And uh, I recommend them as well. So wanted to throw that out there, though, because this is really brand new for me. And I wore it specially for the yes. show today. Hey. Exhilarating. So. Exhilarating. Real Woo. quick. Uh, do they have a, a website? Superyaki.com. You know? Dot com. OK. Yeah. We'll, we'll put a link to that in the, the show right notes. On. And they're on I'll all the socials and stuff. Yeah. 
Um, okay. So yeah, it's uh, it's pretty neat. Um, I really like a lot of their stuff, so I would definitely check them out. And thank you, Brent, for reminding me of that, so that people can go check them out as well. So, absolutely. Uh, in a yeah. reversal of our norm, I'm wearing just a plain ass black oh my t-shirt God, today. <laughs> normally, I have something on, but we've uh, we've swapped places. I love I, it. I don't know that either of us <clears throat> normally wear black. I know we both uh, showed up straight with up black, black today. Yeah. But, yeah interesting we thought daniel we wondered if you would show up today with black t-shirt on as well we were all Mm -hmm. mourning kevin conroy we said but in the uh yeah the older man style where it's it's casual Mm. yes but you have the yellow on which is cool bright ass yellow shirt i like it you're kind of like the bride to our bills you can come kill us (laughs) 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 that's a good reference right that worked yeah i I liked it i was gonna wear a sweater because i have my uh, ninja turtles hat on Oh yeah, That's incredible. and then cool. I have this new show sweater, but then I forgot downstairs. So I'm like, we have guests downstairs. So I'm like, oh shoot. So I left you came downstairs. up here like, for, oh, well. well, you have guests. We so appreciate that. Those people fucking suck, probably, huh? This <laughs> 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 is my sister law. <laughs> Can't say that. <laughs> I'm just saying we're pretty cool, and they're all right. It was a you know, no, it was a last minute thing. Like I think uh, I made a fish soup. So mm-hmm. uh, nice. and so they came over to eat, and then they just stayed, never left. Right on, man. That's that's that's, that's right. family hey. for you. Well, yeah. we can you mail some of that it. to to Stephen? Just put oh, it in yeah. an envelope and just mail it. He loves seafood. His wife loves it even more. So uh, especially these soggy bags great. we get mailed of it. That's that's the best. Oh, this would be in an envelope. Okay, good sealed <laughs> <No> back. <laughs> yeah, okay. you can't see it. Like it has that protection on the inside of it, you know, to where you can't see like what's written on the check or whatever. Right, you know? exactly. But, so people don't yeah. really know, but they can I smell. assume that it's yeah, it, it seals it in there. It's sealed good. in with flavor. <laughs> uh yeah it's kind of the yeah a beautiful thing to send to someone too because it's not it's not even a a bad thing it's just like no i'm trying to share my gift with you and my gift is fish soup so here you go you know mm-hmm. yeah i That's super great. appreciate that anyway here's my address i'm gonna go ahead and get that out alive is that cool <laughs> That's <laughs> of um so the last thing i wanted to say about this we'll jump into the show is that um I realized when I put the shirt on that, for one, I really like how they made it. I will also say the good, good quality shirt. Uh, it's like screen mm-hmm. printed. It's not like you can't feel the letters. Like it's not like itchy or like where it like sticks up like a sticker. It's gonna like scrape off. It's mm-hmm. like it's gonna last, you know. Uh, but also those kind of the sticker things on the front. They're they're partly what bug me uh, on t-shirts that have graphics or big things on them. Uh, it's probably why I don't like them. It's also I realized I'm very particular about my. My clothing, my shirts, I'm, I like to be very comfortable. And a lot of the t-shirts that companies make those things in, those products in, I mm-hmm. generally don't like. But this one fits very well. It's very soft right away. And it was like, it kind of clicked for me. Like, oh, it's not just that I don't want to like advertise things or I don't like people talking to me in public, which are valid things that I don't really wear a lot of shirts like that. <laughs> like this one, I would think people would look for me and be like, oh, that's a cool shirt. They, if anybody likes this, I would hope they would say something too. But at the same time, I'm like, don't talk to me. Uh, but yeah, I, uh, I'm kind of embracing that now, but I'm also realizing like, mm-hmm. oh, that's part of the reasons I didn't like these things. So this company, good quality, you get a good quality shirt, mm-hmm. good quality products with some awesome details on there. That's, that's, what's going to sell me. And, uh, I'm glad that James got it for me cause I, I hadn't branched out and done it myself. And now I'm like, oh, I like them. Cool. I can do this and, uh, and wear more. So I would love it if this started a huge trend for you where you just bought a bunch of shirts that. Of, like, directors you liked. Mm-hmm. So it's directed by Wes Cra- Craven, uh, directed by John Carpenter, Spielberg, mm-hmm. et cetera, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But then at a certain point, you're like, well, I've I've already started. I might as well complete the set. And so, like, eventually you've got, like, directed by Zack Snyder, and then, like, somebody <laughs> approaches you. And it's, it's just like, Snyder, bro, you get sweet. into, like, a... 
<laughs> and I'm like, get to a whole conversation you don't really want to be in, and it's just. But you know, yeah. like now that that uh, 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 Kevin Spacey, oh, uh, <laughs> starring Kevin Spacey shirt is just like it's right there, like it's part of the set, exactly. you know? and it's part of it. I couldn't get, I couldn't not get it. I think they're trying to get rid of it, you know. Yeah, so it's just there. I don't know. It's a big mess, but look, that's the world we live in. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. Come talk to me about Zack Snyder for a few hours. That's what I'm saying. I'll be on yeah, the park absolutely. bench. Come see me. You'll see my <laughs> yeah. shirt. You'll know to come talk to yeah. me. Um, <laughs> that person's like, honestly, it could have been like three hours longer, right? right. I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. We need seven hours of that. Go ahead. I'll say, you know what? That'd be a funny shirt for Steven. It would be a, a regular t-shirt and just say on the, on the chest, plain. So plain oh, t-shirt. my God. See, you get plain. me. Oh, yeah. yeah so like, like, that'd be hilarious to wear. Somebody would be like, oh, man, I love planes, too. And I'm like, it's not even spelled the same way. Get out of here. <laughs> I do like that, though. It just yeah. would tell people about my personality. I would also like a shirt if I did have one that just says go away. You know, <laughs> that would be great. But it's in a tiny font. So people right. have to like get up real close to like squint to read yeah. it. You know, exactly. And this is this is yeah. my brand. You guys get me. I love it. So uh, we're just uh, we're doing it. I'm Steven. I'm Brent. Welcome. To let's talk about stuff. We're talking about some more bat stuff today, Woo! and uh, I'm I'm honored to say that today we're going to talk about 1993's Batman: Mask of the Phantasm, directed by Eric Sorandum and Bruce Tim Burton, <laughs> starring <laughs> starring Kevin Cartoon Roy as Bat Animation, Ooh. Dana DeLuni as Mandrea Beaumont, and Mark Hamilton as Joke Skywalker. Oh, I really liked his role in this. It, it, jokes, jokes, mm-hmm. yeah, jokes. Skywalker. You could really just tell he was he was really conflicted on both yeah. sides. And when when he built his own lightsaber, I don't want to ruin anything right now. We'll get into spoiler territory later, but it was just great. It really was. It really yeah, was. Um, fantastic. Yeah, we're doing uh, some Mask of the Phantasm today, which is super fun. Um, but also super and Steven, weird. Kind of right yeah. now. Yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say, what's even more fun is that our pal. <laughs> From the recent Snake Eyes episode, Daniel Sanchez oh, has yeah. returned, much like Batman, but like, you know, on the, the previous episode, mm-hmm. um, to discuss Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Daniel, welcome back to the show. Yeah. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you. Absolutely. Absolutely. So uh, when I initially pitched uh, what was at the time Septembat to mm. Steven uh, and eventually became Novembat, uh, you were one of the first people I had in mind to have on this because even before the Snake Eyes recording where you showed up, it, just drenched in Batman uh, insignias, I was like, oh, Daniel would be great for a Batman-themed episode because uh, you're you're big into the Bat. Is that correct? That's correct, yes. Oh, yeah, Perfect. I love that. Absolutely. Do we want to do um, some other yeah. little mini topics first? Because I definitely want to get into Daniel's history. I love, I love how everybody got into the Bats, if they did. Uh, if they got yeah. into that that wondrous cave, they got all, <laughs> got all up know. in that cave. Got in exactly. <laughs> That's right. But yeah. uh, I did have a, at least one mini topic. I, I know I wanted to mention. I hope uh, okay. we'll have a little bit, maybe to sell you something. But um, who wants to start? Like non bad stuff, just like things yeah, I watched. Anything else you've been yeah. checking out? That's cool. Uh, I watched a couple horror things. Like yeah, uh, the last month since I've last been on the show. Surprisingly, I've been on the show twice in one year. It's kind of crazy. Yeah, and I know. It's that's like every, yeah. every 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 awesome. couple years, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we're roping you in now. Thanks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gonna give that gold jacket. Uh, some of the cool <laughs> stuff I watched lately, I guess, would be uh, I think I got I got a short membership to Shutter. 
Yeah. So, oh, yeah. So I watched uh, Glorious. Have you seen Ooh, that? Yeah, I saw that on there. I haven't watched it yet, but I saw the, the cover for cool. it. So. I liked it. Yeah. yeah, right on. Yeah, and then... And then you know what I just recently watched on Netflix is a Blockbuster. Oh, that show. Yeah, my wife and I are like eight episodes in oh, yeah. into that one. Did you like it? Do you like it so far? Uh, it's all right. Like, it's... Uh, um, it seems like a very like broad comedy, you know, um, like the, the, yeah, it's, it's okay. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was funny in the beginning. Like they talked about how like, Oh yeah. Blockbuster's closing down because Netflix. Like I'm like, okay, that's, so it's a show on Netflix about how Blockbuster oh, yeah. closed. I'm like, that's pretty ironic. Yeah. It's a weird Don't thing. Don't you think? <laughs> yeah. Are they, I, when I watched a little clip from that, it looked like, uh, it said they were like the last Blockbuster. There is like a documentary and stuff about the last Blockbuster in Oregon. That's like current. Is mm-hmm. this show modern or does it take place in the past? It's it's modern, but they changed the location mm. from Oregon to Michigan. Okay, so it is that kind whatever of whatever reason idea. Yeah. yeah. Okay. When I first saw mm-hmm. it, I was like, oh, that'd be fun to see like a show set in the era that Blockbuster was like big. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's um, what I thought it was gonna be. Yeah, I Same. would like that yeah. more maybe than than this one, but because um, I think you would have gotten a lot better jokes that way because it would have been like way out of our time and it'd mm-hmm. be kind of funny in that way yeah interesting though yeah i'm gonna check it out i like people the people in it like uh the main dude is it uh randall randall park, park? is that right yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah 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 i like him yeah and then uh melissa fumero who is mm. uh from brooklyn 99 oh great i wasn't sure yeah yeah, yeah. um but uh, but yeah, I like a lot of the cast, but uh, I, I'm still trying to figure out like uh, the personalities of some of the characters. There's this one uh, younger redheaded girl who uh, cracks me up because she's so frugal because she grew up like poor that I see a lot of that stuff in my wife who didn't necessarily <laughs> grow up poor. But I'm just like, don't be taking notes on this shit, you know, like you don't need to be uh, reusing uh, coffee filters and that type of shit. Mm-hmm. But uh but yeah, uh, Daniel, going back to Glorious, what is what is that about? Uh, it's about a uh, rest up glory hole where a guy gets trapped in the oh. bathroom with a okay. uh, like an ancient god, I guess. <laughs> this We've is all a, been there. This is a so, spinoff of and, Blockbuster, that other show you're talking about. No, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they're, they're, they're cross platform. No, I think uh, I don't know the main actors. I know it's directed by Rebecca McKendry from. Uh, I think she has a podcast. I forget their podcast though. Mm. But um, it's pretty cool. It was other reason I liked it because um, like uh, it was more like H.P. Lovecraft horror in a way. Mm-hmm. Like, it had like cool. creatures from different dimensions. It was cool. Like you had to watch it. It's like a it all takes place in a, in a rest stop bathroom. It's that's all it takes place there. Yeah, I love the the cover of it. It's uh, Ryan yeah. Quanton oh. is the main dude yeah. there. He was on True Blood. I liked him mm-hmm. on True Blood years ago, um, and I've always kind of looked out to see what he might show up in. So that's what was gonna get me to watch it. But uh, it sounds rad the way you're describing it. I mean, who doesn't? It's want a pretty cool watch. Movie? Yeah, <laughs> there's some funny parts. Like they do some funny things about that. But it's pretty cool. I mean, I found it interesting. And then uh, what else did I watch on Shutter? Uh, dang, I think it was I watched. Um, what's the name? Oh, Spring. I don't know if you guys saw Spring. Oh yeah, I had uh, heard about that one. Um, God, it was the same guy who did the Endless and um, right. It's the say it's um oh, yeah yeah God, I can't remember what their fucking names are Benson and Moorhead yeah I think yeah I don't I remember if I've watched 
I don't think I've seen that one. Did you like that one? Yeah, that's pretty cool. I was more surprised how more romantic it was than it was like horror wise. Hmm. It was pretty cool though. It was a good movie. I was thinking uh, it would be a lot more different, but I liked it. Yeah, they can. They do some really <laughs> weird shit. So I never. I know typed in. Go. I typed in spring movie and then spring breakers came up. Hell yeah! I was like I don't think that's it. Spring breakers. I was gonna say you're gonna type in glory <laughs> hole. I'm like glory <laughs> hole. Five years. Five years where you live. You don't spring need to type it in if it's hole. already defaulted yeah. on your your search. <laughs> I'm always, I'm always on the lookout, you know. Brent actually was able to secure a special button on Google. They actually added, uh, you know, it says like feeling lucky. He has a glory hole button. He can just click that and not mm-hmm. have to type it in anymore. It's pretty nice. Yeah, you can just make a request yeah. and they have to do it. They have to. Legally, first they Amendment. To. First Amendment. Hey, man, Elon bought Twitter. And like, I understand the, <laughs> I understand why people are pissed, but also let's hear him out for a second, you know? <laughs> Oh man, that's cool. Uh, uh, I do like having Shutter yeah. around. I'm probably gonna get rid of it again now. I had it for a few months, gearing up for Halloween and stuff. But uh, I, I kind of get shuttered out eventually. Uh, but I just love them so much. Like, and they're cheap. They're like compared to other ones, they're they're pretty cheap streaming service. So I'm glad you got it for a little bit, even because um, just yeah, I just wanted to try cool it out. There, yeah, yeah. And I did watch Halloween Ends. I think when it came out the following weekend. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. What'd you think? And yeah. What? I totally agree with you guys. It's not good. I was like, geez, Louise. <laughs> we totally agree with Brent. <laughs> yeah. For me, I'm still on the fence. I don't know. I think about yeah. it sometimes and I'm like, hmm, there's some interesting concepts in there. So yeah. I mean, did you like enough, the though. other do you like the original nineteen seventy eight Halloween? Oh yeah, that was pretty good. I remember watching that when I was a kid. I mean mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty good when I watched it. What about the other new ones, the two thousand eighteen and kills? Did you watch those as well? Yeah. Halloween Kills, Halloween Ends, or the Halloween Kills and was the other one? It was just just Halloween uh, okay. or 2018, and then the, um, yeah, Halloween Kills, and then Halloween Ends. Yeah, those are pretty good. It was a cool story. I just uh, did not expect it to take it away. It was like going, I'm like, what the? I was like, I mean, like where's Michael Myers at? What the fuck's going on? You're right. Mm-hmm. The yeah. last one's pretty off the fucking wall. I'll admit that. But I still like some of the things they did with it. So uh, I don't know. I really need to revisit it. I'm giving it some time. I feel like it's one of those movies like I need it to breathe a little bit, and then I'll revisit it. Yeah. And it would do worse almost if I tried it too soon or something. So uh, anyway, I, I will try to hit it again. But uh, always hear, fun to hear anybody's interpretation of it because it's fucking weird. I get it. <laughs> I get that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, if I can, I'll, I'll jump off of that because I just had one thing I wanted to mention sure. that uh, Amanda and I had watched, uh, which was a movie we were really excited about and had a lot of controversy around it. But we were hoping it would be good despite all that, which was the movie Don't Worry, Darling. Um, oh. So that's the new. I edited that. Yeah. To my queue. I haven't watched it yet. Okay, so you haven't seen it. Daniel, have you seen that or heard of that one yet? No, I haven't heard of that one. Okay, so it's uh it's it was in the press a lot because it's directed by Olivia Wilde. So this is her follow-up to Booksmart, which I fucking love. I think that's one of the best mm. comedies in the last ten mm-hmm. years. Uh the trailer for this movie is probably one of my favorite trailers in the last ten years. But the way the story goes is just so different than I ever imagined. I don't want to ruin anything, so I won't I won't get into any kind of a plot things or whatever. But um, basically, when you watch the trailer, it's like these people are having fun in like the 50s. There's some weird like the guys go off to their workplace. Uh, the girl, the ladies stay home and clean and then they all drink at night and have parties and stuff. And it's just supposed to be this like idyllic world. Things start to fall apart. It's like a psychological break. One of the women uh, who's Florence Pugh starts like things start messing up around or whatever. And it's like kind of this mystery of like, what's going on? Why, what are the men doing? You know, what's, what's happening. Um, and it was just, I had a lot of controversy because Olivia Wilde had gotten divorced during it from Jason Sudeikis. She started dating Harry Styles, who's in it. 
Um, he's the main uh, person opposite Florence Pugh. But uh, essentially, it's just like this this weird story that looks beautiful. That the cast is pretty great. I, even Harry Styles has gotten a lot of flack for this, but I actually thought he was really good. I was surprised at how good he was. Uh, Florence Pugh is amazing as always. Olivia Wilde's in it as well. Chris Pine is in it. Jimma Chan is in it. Nick Kroll is in it. Wow. Um, there's so many good mm-hmm. people. Like the visuals, it all looks really great. But man, it was just so weird. Like even people online that we were reading about, Amanda and I have talked about it for days now. People we saw that liked it, they're like, I liked it. But then I thought, and it's like the second you question any part of it, the entire thing just crumbles. It's so weird. <laughs> and I can't say more than that. I I, I can't recommend it really, but I, I almost, yeah. it's, it's like it was such a big swing and a miss that it's almost like I do recommend it just to be like, to talk about it with someone else. I don't know. Sure. You know, so uh, I still, I'm curious to watch this one again after some time now that I know kind of what happens and everything. But mm-hmm. um I, I would hope that the controversy around it wouldn't affect it. It has a 38% on Rotten Tomatoes. I thought people were just like being shitty online about it and about Olivia Wilde. Yeah. But uh, no, it's just weird. It's just like, I don't know. The The script got weird, man. Uh, so yeah. if you do watch that eventually, Bran or, or Daniel, if you ever pick it up, uh, mm-hmm. let me know. But it showed up on HBO now. That's finally why we watched it. Mm. Um, it did come out to theaters and stuff. We just didn't get out to see it. And then we were going to rent it eventually. But uh yeah, I, I wished for big things. I still think Olivia Wilde is a, is a great filmmaker. I love Booksmart. This movie has a lot of things that could be really cool, uh, but it just didn't quite nail it. So I hope the next, I hope she still gets more work after this, and I, I hope she delivers more. But uh, this was a weird one. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Check it out. <laughs> I heard that she was supposed to direct some type of Marvel Sony Spider, something. She's doing Spider Woman or Spider Gwen or some shit like that. Yeah that's cool is that confirmed that's so when i looked up to see what she was doing it's listed Mm -hmm. at least uh on her wikipedia page which we all know is infallible infallible and uh Mm -hmm. but it mentioned is like her next project um that she was working on i think she's co-writing maybe even but uh that she was like in pre-production so i don't know which one it was um I'm trying to look it up right now, but uh, yeah, it was like mm-hmm. one of the the spinoffs for Sony. So it's like you never know with those anyway. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> it's probably. I mean, I don't know, man. Like Daniel, have you ever seen Morbius? Yeah, I watched it. Did you? Okay, yeah. what did you think? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's wild, right? Like, <laughs> yeah, like some spots are like, okay, that's cool, but I'm like, uh, this is so weird. <laughs> yeah. Like some of the special effects looked all right, but like the mm. the story was just not good. It, it yeah. really seemed like there was a heavy studio hand in the making of that movie. And I'm wondering if that same thing happens with uh, I want to call her Olivia Rodrigo, but I know that's not right. <laughs> Olivia Wilde. Yeah, right. Uh, whenever she does that, whatever Marvel Sp- movie she's Spider doing, Spider Woman is what it says. Spider Woman. Yeah, okay. is what Ooh. the hmm. title was. So. I don't know. I don't have any faith in any of those Sony adaptations. So oh, yeah, no. even with her, I was, I think I, when I, it was announced, I got kind of excited because I love yeah. her work and stuff. But uh, then with this one, I'm like, I don't know, uh, but it could just be a weird step in the, you know, uh, amongst a beautiful ca- career for her. And I hope it is. So, um, but this mm-hmm. one's, yeah, definitely weird. Uh, so Spider-Woman 2025, go see it. i'll buy my tickets right now how could it backfire uh well speaking of movies and uh seeing them uh i recently watched the newest movie in the marvel cinematic universe i watched black panther wakanda forever interesting Uh, no spoilers no spoilers for this but it uh i was very curious as to how like what approach was going to be taken 
for that particular franchise and the the greater Black Panther uh, mm. character right. in the MCU going forward. And uh, man, just like right out of the gate, this movie like hits you. Um, oh, yeah. There's, a, there's some like funny parts to it and there's some really cool action. But really, the movie is uh, uh, centered around grief mm. and uh, dealing with that. And uh, I will say that I think it's the best movie in Phase 4 of the mm-hmm. MCU by far. Like, I love Spider-Man, uh, whatever the newest one is, No Way Home. <laughs> yeah, I can never remember what it is. Uh, I like that movie, uh, or I love it very much. But I think quality-wise, uh, this Black Panther movie, Black panther wakanda forever just really takes the cake right i was on. very impressed with it i i loved uh uh the the actor they got to play namor uh mm-hmm. submariner um and there's some cool stuff in there there's a uh, one mid-credit scene um and then then you're out of there kevin but, smith uh, cried yeah, at very it good. he said it was pretty uh oh pretty emotional i i, I assume so well i just no from the very beginning I'm, <laughs> oh I'm, yeah i'm sure like Seeing the the Marvel logo flip, mm-hmm. he just started uh, right. shedding tears. Um, He's a crier. Th- I'll, I'll I'll say this: like uh, at the beginning of the the movie, whenever they do the Marvel Studios logo, uh, it's just a bunch of of uh, images of Chadwick Boseman, oh. and it's just like silent except for some like wind. And that happens a couple of times in the movie where they just like uh, let it be silent for a little while, mm-hmm. and it's uh, it's very impactful. It's just masterfully done. I like the first Black Panther movie. A lot, but I think this sequel is just outstanding. Right on, very, man. very happy with it. I'm not trying to overhype it, but it is a young guns that will change your life. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. I want to check it out. My brother's literally at that movie right now, um, so I was curious mm. to hear from him as well. My brother Danny, but, Facetime uh, him. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite at the movies. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm intrigued by it, but I'm so unimpressed overall. I'm just kind of like, yeah, about most of phase four that even this one, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll see it when I see it. And I just, uh, you know, I'm just not as excited about all of this stuff, but, uh, that your review helps me be more excited about it. I, I'm certainly curious. I'm, I almost just want to ask you like, well, what do they do with this? And what about this? But clearly I just uh-huh. need to wait and watch it. Um, but I, so why I'm excited yeah. about it, you know, but you, you certainly helped with that. So I got to check it out. As I was watching the movie, just from like the marketing, as I was watching the movie, I kind of got lost in the story. And then like a certain amount of time in, I was like, oh, wait, we still haven't seen this yet. Mm. And then a little bit longer, I was like, oh, we haven't seen this and we haven't seen this. And it just kind of built up from there, at least for me, as I was like, you know, uh, I'm not normally as absorbed into the marketing recently uh, for some of these movies as I had been in the past. But for this, since Chadwick's gone, I was like, well, how is this even going to work? Mm-hmm, but right. uh, they did it. They they made it work. And I was uh, really happy with it. it it's more of an ensemble piece than uh, than the first one, for sure. But uh, I like all of the, the mm-hmm. characters they've got. Is he a Muppet? You can just say it. Is he a Muppet? Oh my God! Someone told me. Right. Okay, that's what I thought. Yeah. Well, I guessed. I'm pretty good at it. I imagine. Yeah. I imagine he's either his picture on a stick, but I thought that was too low budget. But I figured they it got that. They, no, they they did have that on set. Oh, so for the, them to look the at. Muppets. The Muppets are CGI. <laughs> <laughs> but, but but it, it looks still good. It looks good. <laughs> it looks good. That's cool. I, I believe they like. Uh, yeah, they've they've really come far with CGI these days. So. Yeah, even Yoda, mm-hmm. you know, they could do a better job. You know, you got they're doing great with uh, little Grogu over there. So 
and he's fully yeah. CGI. I can't wait. That, so I can't wait for the the Surf Yoda uh, Disney Plus series to come out. Oh I'm, man, I'm hyped for that. Yeah, it's gonna be good. I like what they did with this fanny pack. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> fanny pack. That's all I'm shit. gonna say. Uh, no hints. No hints for the future, but. <laughs> He, he doesn't have a fanny back. Uh, well, that's rad, man. I am uh, very excited yeah. to watch that movie. Um, did you have anything else? Any other things to discuss today? We're going to jump into this main feature. Yeah, we can we can go ahead and move forward with uh, with bat stuff. Um, <gasps> before we we talk about the the main feature, I do want to uh, quickly uh, address something that that Rachel, uh, our friend oh, Rachel yeah. Bookout, had asked us on Instagram. Uh, it was it was on the post for. Uh, Batman and Batman Returns from the last episode. And she wanted to know if any of us have seen the Harley Quinn animated show mm. on HBO Max. And uh, she highly recommends it. I have so, not seen uh, that. I've seen like, you haven't seen any mm-hmm. of it. I've seen a few episodes. I just didn't keep up with it. Um, I thought it was okay at first, but then I could see that it was getting better. And I've heard that it gets even better right. from there. So I, I do want to uh, go back and, and, rewatch what i've seen and then move forward with it daniel what about you have you seen any of the harley quinn animated series uh i've seen a few uh not yeah it's a session i think i've seen like some here and there is it okay. a show? My... like is it modern show or is it like the yeah last few years i think uh, yeah yeah I'll, I'll i'll look it up but yeah it's it's over the past few years that it came out watching mask of the phantasm and then also just i've been putting on the Batman animated series in the background. Yeah, and I was trying here. to remember. Yeah. I was trying to remember the other day that Harley Quinn, wasn't she introduced in that series? Yeah. So she's like a newer she character, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. So that's why I was, yeah, I didn't know that they had like a, a new show for her, I guess. They have so many DC animated things though. I know people talk about the, they do so much better with those, but there's so like when you go to HBO, there's so many like shows and movies and stuff to look at. Oh my God. If you type in Batman in HBO Max's right. search bar, <laughs> Be prepared to scroll for a little while to find what you're fucking looking for. When, when I was trying to find Batman 66, I had to like scroll through the menus like a few times. And once I found it, I was like, I'm just going to add this to my watch list now. Yeah. I did that like two weeks before we started recording just because I figured it would take me that long to find it. Looks like uh, Harley Quinn debuted November 29th of 2019. So just okay, before yeah. the pandemic. Just newer. Uh, yeah. 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 Um, and uh, yeah, right six episodes so far. So. Yeah. Well, I'll have to check it out. There's so much out there, and I I just don't really know what to watch. Which is, I'm I'm so glad that we uh, did Mask of the Phantasm because I don't remember ever watching this movie, but I had heard about it before. So this was like a good what? you know four way into that. Yeah, this is my first time. Wow. That I remember. I remember That's the show. Crazy. It's like because there's a lot of cro- like when I looked it up too. It's like uh, I guess we're into Batman of Mask of the Phantasm talk. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, was there anything Welcome. else? Yeah. Was there anything else? Um, I oh. But, yeah, I want to say. Um, I guess before talking about Bat, the the movie, because mm. I think the was it the animated series was like on for like a year already before the movie came out. That's what I looked yes. up. Yeah, okay. so this is like in the middle of that. Uh, so there's either crossover memories of mine, or it's like the same mm. people involved, same style, mm. you know, and stuff. So um, I remember episode like parts of the episodes of the shows that I've been watching, but uh, I'm curious if I'll hit more that I I only remember watching the animated series kind of here and there growing up i don't remember mm. watching it like religiously so um so you don't have like a favorite episode at all not really i mean i don't remember anything specific it's more like the when i see the character designs i'm like oh i remember that and then uh, of course 
the voice, the Batman voice, oh, um, of course. Mm-hmm. you know, and Kevin Conroy and stuff, which was, we had already chose this movie, chosen this movie for this episode. We had talked about this for months that we were going to put this in there and stuff. And then, uh, unfortunately, uh, this week, right before we recorded this episode, uh, Kevin Conroy had passed away, unfortunately. So, yeah, yeah um, just happened to be this week. And I'm so glad that we get to honor him and watch this movie, especially me for the first time. Like, it was really lovely. I've been hearing his voice so much in the animated series, and it was lovely to see him in this. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, all that stuff. So uh, let's go ahead and, I guess, jump into Batman Mask of the Phantasm for real. All this talk. So here we are. Um, I, uh, <laughs> we did it. I did it. Uh, I did. I, I was going to mention two other things that I watched, I guess, right before this, but they are Batman related. I almost forgot about them until we were saying other things. But um, Brent knows this. I, I stunt watched some movies in relation to the Batman series as well, because we just finished the Tim Burton Keaton Batman movies, Batman and, and Batman. Wait, Batman Returns. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. And uh, and so then uh, I decided to keep going and I watched Batman Forever and then Batman and Robin over this last week. When I say watch, I say that I watched each of them easily over 10 different periods of time. <laughs> it took a while it was yeah. very it was a lot of background watching but it was also i found myself intrigued by them f- fairly often just because they're so absurd uh dave who was on last week's episode a good friend of ours uh had mentioned how terrible these were these joel schumacher versions and the neon i remember the neon in them like there, there's like gangs mm-hmm. that are in neon and there's their chains and sticks are in neon and i thought man they'd really have to apply a lot of neon paint a lot it just seems like excessive. Yeah. I don't know. But um, man, they're they're quite terrible, as terrible as you might remember them. Um, Val Kilmer is in Batman Forever. That one's with Jim Carrey, Tommy Lee Jones, Nicole Kidman, Chris O'Donnell. Drew Barrymore has like a non-speaking role in it. Super weird. Mm-hmm. Um, just a lot of weirdness going on there. Uh, Val Kilmer, okay. Uh, not my. I like that guy. Not my favorite Batman. Not my favorite Bruce. Mm-hmm. Just didn't quite work, especially after Keaton. Um, he had blonde hair, right? He might have been that. I don't know. <laughs> I can't remember. It's really bad. I, it's, I was gonna say it's yeah. just so weird. There's Tommy Lee Jones. It feels like after watching Batman '66, it feels like Joel Schumacher saw the Tim Burton movies and was like, "These are crap. This doesn't capture Batman at all. We need to go back to the originals. We need to make mm-hmm. Batman '66 again, but with better technology." And man, mm-hmm. like some of the stuff they do is so so weird or like the the jokes are so corny that they're straight out of like that era like that tv show it's so weird but they don't match the sensibilities and the actors and stuff involved like it doesn't seem as campy they just portray it that way sometimes it's very weird muddled movie both of these were they they have the bat skates that pop out of their feet at a certain point (laughs) i remember that that, yeah even as a child i I was like hold up right what you're just walking around with ice skates in your feet the entire time (laughs) Hmm. i don't know about that yeah uh and then so that's batman robin that's the one with uh Uma Thurman as as Poison right. Ivy, Arnold Schwarzenegger as Mr. Freeze, Alicia Silverstone comes in as Batgirl, uh, Elle McPherson as Batman's or like Bruce Wayne's love interest. I didn't remember that. She was in that. Um, mm. Yeah, uh, everybody. There's a lot of good people in these movies. Uma Thurman, especially in the era, she's fucking great. She's always great. She's weird in this. Her entrance when she first becomes Poison Ivy, the budget for that is like there's a hole in the ground and they lift her up and there's just smoke and she just goes. And that's that's her entire <laughs> transformation. She's in a new outfit. 
There's like pink lighting. Yeah. That's it. Like they're like, we got it. Let's move on. You know, Cut Bane is in that one too, right? Bane is in that one. They had some weird yeah. things where they did. Uh, I didn't re- make note of these. They had basically the World's Fair uh, stuff in this movie yeah. too. Uh, they had like some like um, some sort of not Marvel stuff, but like it reminded me of like Captain America and Iron Man and stuff and like that kind of thing. Uh, Bane is basically like in this scene, like they they just he's just being worked on by a mad scientist, gets pumped up to be a, a super soldier. And he's being sold off. So I'm like, oh, this is like mm-hmm. literally the scene that I've seen in, in Captain America, the first Avenger that I love so much. But it's just this fucking guy. <laughs> he looks like a luchador, yeah. essentially. Uh, bit, yeah. But really big. Um, and then, uh, yeah, so he's in it. Um, I don't know. There's so many little parts that I was like, oh, this, this is interesting. Like knowing the Bane that I know so well from the newer movies and the Dark Knight Rises mm-hmm. and stuff. Uh, that was really weird. Uh, Poison Ivy, not so great. Um they they bid over her and they get up to like eight million dollars and that's when George Clooney pulls out his Batman card never expires. <laughs> it yeah. gets really strange in there, but mm-hmm. um, I I wish I could say it was more fun. They're they're pretty they're pretty bad though, um, and I mm-hmm. I can really understand like why people just really you know bypass them essentially now. So yeah, yeah. Uh, I was gonna say unless we're watching them for the show, I was uh, I was just. Uh, that's a no from me, dog. Uh, I was happy to, need to. to skip that one. But hey, I'm glad you watched it. You know, somebody I got him had out there. To. Yeah. Uh, now, as a proper sequel to Batman Returns, you and I both read the Batman 89 comic. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I finished that one, too. Right? Did Did you? OK, mm-hmm. Daniel, have you read that Batman 89? No, I haven't had the, the comic? yet, but I've seen it. You should check hey, okay. it out, man. It's really cool. Um, it, yeah, I'll let Brent it talk fits about it. really well as a sequel yeah. to uh, to Batman Returns. The final it, cover it really worked out. So beautiful, uh, yeah. Issue six. Yeah, um, it's uh, it's written by Sam Ham, who wrote. Was it just the first movie, or did he write the second one? Oh, Do you, you know, remember? I remember. Yeah, I think he was part of at least the story on both because I made fun of his name both times. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, that's Sorry right. about that, yeah. Sam Ham. <laughs> but you do live in Doctor Seuss land, okay? He does. Yeah, absolutely. He just eats green him and eggs or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, but I was so taken aback by how different that third story in that uh, chronology was compared to Batman Forever and then Batman and Robin. Oh, yeah. Because Batman in the 89 comic is still in the black suit, yellow oval. Uh, Catwoman comes back at a certain point. Mm-hmm. Robin uh, joins the fray, but it's not oh, it's like so much better. It's not it's not Dick Grayson and it's not Tim Drake, but it's a uh, a black character named uh, Winston Drake mm-hmm. or Drake Winston, something like yeah. that. And um, I remember reading back in the day that Marlon Wayans was originally oh, wow. cast to play Robin. At a certain That's right. point, yeah, I heard that too. Huh. So uh, he was—he's drawn a little bit to to look like that. And then, uh, uh, what's his name? Uh, fucking Two Face. Uh, oh yeah, from the original, he's still there now in this one. Uh, what? Yeah, Billy D. Williams. Billy yeah, D. Williams. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Uh, he comes back and he becomes Two Face, mm-hmm. and he does some Two Face shit. It's cool. Uh, yeah, it's cool. It, it works for for the whole. Um, as a cap to that whole thing, you know? So I was reading that. There's six issues of that, like you said. I was probably yeah. in issue two when I started Batman Forever, 
where he meets Robin for the first time. <laughs> and then that movie, it's Chris O'Donnell, who's okay, but I just feel like he was seriously miscast as Robin. It just never worked, even when I was a kid and watched him. But uh, in that one, he is like a trapeze artist, and his family all gets butchered by Toothface in Forever, and that's how Bruce gets him, and then like he becomes Robin and stuff. The story mm-hmm. for this one was such a weird juxtaposition against what we got as the sequels mm-hmm. to those movies. Man, it was wild. I really liked Batman 89. I don't know that it would have... I, I thought about it with like Catman returning, Cat, wait, Catman, Catwoman returning, and then uh, Two-Face. Mm-hmm. I, I love Billy Dee Williams. I would have loved him so much more than Tommy Lee Jones. Um, and that role yeah. would have been so interesting. And I think it would have been cool. But I also don't know that they would have been that great like trilogy ender-like story. Mm-hmm. Um, if they had kind of ended it as like the ongoing story of Batman, but this is the last one with Keaton or whatever, that would have been really cool. But uh, I was highly impressed with the comic. I thought it was really neat. Mm-hmm. And the, the art was pretty good. Was- and... Yeah. Um, the covers were beautiful um and some of the concepts are joe, really cool the art was by joe quinones yeah uh, who did howard the duck uh yeah. a, a while back he's done a, a lot of stuff it was beautiful um it really was and it was funny too because at the end of batman returns you see uh bruce wayne pick up selena's cat and then in the 89 comic he just has the cat oh, like the cat the lives movie. with That's him <laughs> <laughs> i was like oh yeah shit i forgot about there's that there's a part of there like alfred's like should we give her back her cat and keaton's or like yeah keaton's batman's like oh no he's not bothering anybody and alfred's like fucking this cat man i can't get rid of this fucking cat <laughs> i didn't know it was like a callback to the movie that's really super funny yeah um, uh, but there's a whole like uh it's it's not exactly black lives matter but it's like adjacent right. to that. There's some mm, some right. race uh, uh, overtones or racial overtones yeah. to to the story. And why Robin does uh, what he does? Yeah, that was cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it works out. Um, That's cool. And uh, yeah, I, I thought it was uh, enjoyable. I yeah. don't know if they're gonna make a sequel to the comic, but uh, Batman I thought 90. A, another mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah ninety. <laughs> Just him Where listening to the- Vanilla Ice, <laughs> and they meet the Ninja Turtles. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. 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 <laughs> Uh, yeah, it'd but, be cool uh, to see more yeah. of it, but it was cool. I know they did uh, that, and they did the was it Superman eighty nine or Superman sixty seven or something like that? Uh, I think seventy seven. Oh, they did yeah. like a to right? his movie, like a sequel to. Yeah, same movie? concept. That's kind of yeah, cool. I know. I just know the artist was Rodolfo Torres, I guess. Rodolfo mm-hmm. Torres. Wilfredo. Wilfredo, there you go. I can't tell you. I really like comic books for this reason, though. I love that you can just—it's so much cheaper for them to do this as a sequel than to produce that. Or like now they can't. Like those people, some of those people are not even alive, maybe or like yeah, no, definitely whatever. But you get to see a different world that way. It's kind of cool. Comics. Superman seventy-eight. Uh, seventy-eight yeah. is what it was. One year after. No wait, same year as Halloween. Ooh, Interesting. Superman about meets Michael Myers. I love it. Finally. Neither of them can die. Oh, my God. <laughs> Who would live? I've never thought about pairing them together. Yeah, right? Man. Interesting. What a year for Superman. I just saw, like, Superman flying across and, like, hitting Michael in the chest. And it's like, clearly Superman flies really fast. He's dead. And then Superman looks down. He's got a knife sticking out of him. He's like, fuck. How did he even get there? <laughs> I would love to see it. I would love to see it. Absolutely. Um, right. So I know you said a while back, uh, let's go on to the main topic. Yeah, it's a bad uh, you know, topic. <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. Uh, we, we can uh, now jump into the, the main topic, main topic, if you would like, uh, and talk about Mask of the Phantasm. Perfect. Uh, Steven, you said this is the first time you've seen this movie? Yeah, as far as I remember, this is the first time, and yep. it, was, uh, it was awesome. All right. Daniel, what about you? Uh, no, I saw it when it came out as a kid. I think I saw it in theaters, Did- right? 
Did you? Okay, I was gonna ask. I never saw it in theaters, but uh, but that's awesome. Yeah. Had you seen the the eighty nine movie at that point? Uh, I'm pretty sure I did. It's, okay, it's hard to remember now, but I remember watching the cartoon yeah. when I was a kid. I'm like, I was, I can vividly remember. I was super pumped to see this movie in theaters. Nice. The funny yeah. thing is, what I remember from then and when I watched the movie, is like, it was totally different. <laughs> <laughs> so much difference as a kid's really? memory okay. as what you'd think of now. I'm like, oh, this is not what I remember the movie being. Mm-hmm. Was it parts of like the animated series? Maybe you were creeping in there, or you just like totally I think off the wall. So I think I might have mixed some stuff in there in my yeah. head. Like I, I just don't remember. I think uh, I don't want to get too much into the movie yet. But I mean, some of the serious tones. I'm like, well, I don't remember that at all as a mm-hmm. kid. It's a pretty serious movie. Action, I, yeah, I, was, yeah. I think I just remember the action scenes, and that's it. Like that's probably all I remember as a kid. Wise, I'm like, wow, this, this yeah. is, went some, it went to deep places. I was like, wow, this is surprising. They just was a kid movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I remember uh, getting the comic adaptation of this movie as a child. And the movie, I think, had just come out in theaters. But I found, like, the the off a spinner rack somewhere I got the, the comic. And I knew it was an adaptation. And then I remember having it. Like, my, my parents bought it for me. And then I, like, got in the car, opened it up, and I immediately went to the back. And I saw who the, the reveal of the phantasm, who it was. I was like, oh, man. I just like spoiled this for myself. No. That was like the first, my first memory of having something spoiled and I did it to myself, you know? I was like, damn, the way that's you said crazy. It was, you but still yeah. hurt. You're like, Brent, why'd you do that yeah. to yourself? Why would you do it? Why would you do that? Damn. But I remember mm. also, uh, this didn't happen to me, but I remember there being some controversy about the, the toys back in the day because of uh, whenever oh, the toy mm-hmm. for the Phantasm was manufactured, they had the the uh, cowl of the Phantasm to the side of the person who is the Phantasm, and it was just, like, there in the packaging. Right. Like, I don't, I don't know why you would not just, like, manu- like, put the toy in the box, like, fully shrouded, you know? Keep but the mystery alive. They didn't, and, yeah, so it was spoiled before the movie came out for a lot of people, or a lot of kids who... Went down the toy aisle, evidently. Yeah, I don't remember that. Um, part, I, don't <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I mean, I had a few Batman toys, but I don't think I remember those toys at all. Oh, really? Yeah, they, yeah it's remember. it's out there on on the internet. I remember mostly um, the movie toys. I, yeah, yeah. I think uh, I had. I that will one. say, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, I say I had that one Batman that had like the his belt and had the thing that could come off of it, like I guess Dildo. like a string. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Dildo, yeah. <laughs> I got that Batman. <laughs> She's like making this hand gesture here. Jeez. He's made in Japan. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. no, it was like a, it just had a string with a bat symbol on it. I think it, it retracted and go back and forth. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Mm-hmm. That's the remember toy I had the most memory of. But uh, did some cool ones. Did he have a cape? I think he had a cape. Uh, yeah. I think so. Like, my memory so bad. I, because of, but. I know some of those. Batman figures were manufactured without capes mm, just because it's like zero Batman or mm-hmm. whatever. Yeah. But I'm like, you got to throw a fucking cape on this guy, you know, like him and Superman and like Thor are the big cape, the cape guys, superheroes, you know, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, I know a, a lot of the Batman movies we discuss have spoilers on them, but Especially for this one, if people haven't seen Mask of the Phantasm, there's actually a mystery involved. So if people want to stay spoiler free, I would recommend uh, you pause right here and then go watch the movie, come back and finish the discussion. But uh, why don't we just jump into spoilers now? Yeah, and uh, 
and yeah that way we can uh feel free to say whatever the fuck we want absolutely well spoilers hell yeah here dude. there be um i'm gonna go ahead and read mm-hmm. through, through some of the cast list and stuff so we have that out of the way so this was directed sure. by uh aaron radomsky and bruce tim written by alan burnett paul dini martin pasco and michael reeves uh, story by Alan Burnett. I heard a lot of those people, I guess, were involved in the animated series as well. And then they ordered this movie. Yes. So that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. Like, they were able to keep on and then make this awesome movie. Um, Marty Pasco was a uh, comic book writer oh, cool. as well. There you go. So, yeah, yeah. Even better. Mm-hmm. Um, starring Kevin Conroy as Batman. Uh, Mark Hamill as the Joker. Dana Delaney as um, Andrea Beaumont. Um, mm-hmm. Hart Botchner as Arthur Reeves, uh, some other people. I'm trying to read if there's like any other people that are like that big. Bob Hastings is Commissioner James Gordon. Uh, it's mostly about Batman. I mean, obviously in this yeah. one in particular, but obviously with his his recent passing and stuff with Kevin Conroy. But um, I don't have a lot to. I mean, like I like the this movie. I like that show. I don't have a huge Batman love. I don't have a huge love for this series, whatever. But um. I know that people talk about him as like the voice of Batman, right? Like that, like Kevin mm-hmm. Smith had a, a lovely um, thing about him. And then a lot of other people online were talking about like when they read comics, like it's his voice, you know? And um, yeah. I'm only now reading, you know, Batman comics and I've been watching that show. And so now I, I, I feel like I'm new to this party, but I'm like, I feel even a little more recently heartbroken because I'm like, well, I just found out that he's by Batman or I just found out he's an amazing <laughs> yeah. Batman, at least like yeah. I didn't know better. And I, I knew his voice. I knew kind of, but I didn't, I didn't know there was that sure. much love out there for him, man. And uh, it's a beautiful mm-hmm. thing. And, and he's fucking great at it. God, he's so good at it. So I, I will hope that mm-hmm. in the future, I will also continue to have his voice in my head when I read those comic books and stuff. So it's a big mm-hmm. tragedy for Absolutely. sure. Absolutely. Uh, that was one of the best parts about uh, Twitter, even though it's kind of shitty uh, right now and potentially for the rest of our existence. Right. But, uh, you know, seeing the outpouring of people expressing their love for Kevin Conroy and, and what his contribution to Batman and just pop culture in general uh, meant to them. There were a lot of um, snippets of various scenes from different Batman uh, animated mm. series and um, Justice League uh, clips that featured Batman in it as well. There's one that I'll always go back to, which was from an episode of, I think it was either Justice League or Justice League Unlimited, where uh, there's this uh, like telekinetic girl who's dying and her her body is just like uh, wearing down under the immense power that she has and, and whatnot. And uh, every time one of the various superheroes tries to... Uh, uh, stop her they get fucked up in the process or whatever and batman is the one who shows up as she's just sitting there swinging on a swing set and uh she can read his mind and tell that he's there to stop her but he just is like there uh to to help her through the whole process he sits on the swing next to her and then holds her hand as she dies mm. and then uh he carries her body out and uh yeah it's just like very touching Mm -hmm. you don't i don't know like you don't get a whole lot of that in more modern batman stories you know uh where he's like um a fully fledged superhero which Mm -hmm. is not just like punching the bad guys but also being there for those who are going through difficult times and uh just need some help you know right which i I like a lot like getting the cats out of the tree yeah gotta be there for that the cat women out of the tree wow Oh my God, Steven, you did it. Stepped in it right there. 
Yeah. Oh it's my squishy. god. Alfred's gonna have to clean that off your exactly. shoe. Exactly. It's embarrassing. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I'm. I'm new to it. Uh, I'm curious, Daniel, mm-hmm. for your history with Batman in general, but um, with this movie and with Kevin Conroy, do you have anything else you'd like to say about it as well? Uh, no, I don't think so. I mean. I mean, I'm watching Batman since I was a, a beautiful kid. eulogy <laughs> for this poor man. <laughs> no, no, I mean, I'm gonna say like, it, like it's true. With like Kevin just said, like when you think of Batman, the voice of Batman that is the voice of Batman. He's right. been in mm-hmm. like despite all the movies that have been made about Batman, but the live action ones like Batman animated series, all the like all animated movies, like Kevin Conroy did the voice of Batman, and that's who you think of mm-hmm. because of Batman's voice. So it's like it is sucks. It does suck that there's going to be no more new series to them coming out as Batman. Right. So mm-hmm. it made me pretty sad when I, I saw it and I read it on, when I was at work. I was like, oh man. So I was like, I ended up watching something during my lunch break, like an animated, one of the animated mm-hmm. like episodes, just to like, I don't know, feel better about it because mm-hmm. it's sad. Like, there's a lot, I, like, unfortunately, I feel like there's a lot of people who have passed away recently. Right. Like, especially people you like and like you think it's a little too soon for them i guess you, i mean i don't even know yeah what he passed away from he was 66 he had uh cancer wow damn. yeah but he was wow. so young mm-hmm. yeah it's sad i don't remember what kind of cancer i saw something earlier about it but um or like how long he had it you know um yeah but uh yeah it just kind of happens that way uh intestinal cancer oh no yeah but 66 Damn. that's so young like i didn't realize again because i'm kind of new new to his fandom i didn't know like he's been doing this for so long i guess uh, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm glad we got so much from him um and it seems like he was just a lovely person everybody talked about him you know comic cons and stuff him just being like a lovely person loves his fans um yeah but yeah it feels like we should have had so much more with him it fucking sucks so i mean he voiced that character a lot like he did right. like i said uh, like two different versions of Batman, the animated series. Uh, he did justice league, justice league unlimited. Uh, a lot of those Arkham Knights, mm. Batman games. Was he in Batman right? Beyond? Uh, yes. He was in Batman beyond, uh, as old man, Bruce Wayne. Uh, he did, uh, some of those animated DC movies like killing joke, etc. Mm. Uh, so he, he voiced that character quite a bit. Like there's some performances that I've never experienced with him, um, either because I don't like play video games really, or I just haven't seen those animated features, but, uh, there's, there's still stuff to enjoy going forward, at least for me, and then stuff to go back and and rewatch. So, and there's a lot of it, like that's a lot of animated, uh, voiceover that he's done, you know? So that's cool. Um, I also saw that DC on their DC unlimited, uh, platform they made available kevin conroy's finding batman story from mm. dc pride 2022 and i didn't even know he was gay until like that uh, that uh comic came out uh mm. this year i had no idea not that it like plays a factor but i just, just thought didn't know. I, you yeah, know yeah. it's like it's like when i learned that uh, dean kane was korean like part korean <laughs> i was like oh he's korean <laughs> superman also k- pretty much an asshole but you know korean Same superman's kind of cool <laughs> But you know, like the the oh, the gay guy uh, is also the world's greatest Batman to a lot of us, you know. Yeah. Um, and uh, he was just a tremendous actor. Like he really brought a lot of heart and warmth to mm. Batman uh, that I I don't get in a lot of other places. And this is the flavor of Batman I find myself chasing a lot of the mm. time whenever I 
absorb bat content um he he has a different voice for bruce wayne than Mm -hmm. he does for batman and i thought you know when i was growing up and that was kind of my first exposure to batman i think it was uh no i think i saw the 89 batman before the animated series but didn't really like click with me all that much but the animated series i liked a lot and just seeing the differences in voices and it's coming from the same guy thought was cool and i like that Future actors have picked up on that, like Christian Bale did that for his Batman, Ben Affleck as mm-hmm. well, uh, though with like a voice modulator. Um, it's just part of the the mythos now that Batman and Bruce Wayne have different voices, and I think right. he's one to to credit that uh, too. And uh, I, I believe it's uh, Andrea Romano who is the the director, the voice director for Batman the animated series that mm. he got his job through. Um, she has a great ear for voices because all of those Justice League actors were were incredible. Uh, but in that Finding Batman story, it uh, talks about how he went from being a struggling actor to eventually landing the role of Batman and uh, the struggles that he went through because back when he was, you know, getting out of uh, uh, high school and going on to, uh, I, I can't remember, I think maybe he went to like Juilliard or something like that, yeah. uh, some acting school of renown. Uh, it was okay yep, or more socially, Julia, mm-hmm. uh, it was more acceptable for act or I'm sorry, uh, gay people to be like around, uh, mm. uh, film production or whatever, but not necessarily be the actors themselves. So he was closeted for a long time. And, uh, uh, even though he would like live his life as a gay man, you know, uh, in his personal life, he didn't want to bring that to his professional life and how he dealt with that and mm-hmm. uh, the struggles he had at, at home with his, his family and whatnot. Um, it was really impactful. So I would recommend anyone go check that out. Right on. Was that, sorry, did you say there was a, a book or a movie? Yeah, it's a, it's a comic. A comic. Oh, uh, cool. Yeah. It's a, a DC pride 2022 right on. issue one. It was only one issue that, that came out, mm. but, uh, yeah, so people can can check it out. Yeah, it says that he moved to New York City in 1973 and went to Juilliard on a full scholarship, and he roomed with Robin Williams, which is crazy. Wow. And they were in the same uh, group with uh, with them and Kelsey Grammer. So, oh, my God. You got Beast up in there? Okay. Okay, man. <laughs> hey, let me tell you a joke, dude. So, a genie, Batman, and Frasier roomed together. In college. Did he did Kevin Conroy ever do anything blue? Because Genie's blue and Beast is blue. Uh that would really complete well, Bat- it. Batman has blue oh, on his costume. Yeah, he's, yeah. he's a blue, yeah, because they do that, that color yeah. scheme. There you go. Wow, you got the blue guys. The blue man group. Mm-hmm. Wow, they started blue man group oh, at Juilliard. Wow. It's been wrong with this whole time. <laughs> I almost just <laughs> spit water out of my nose just now. Damn. Sometimes it just happens, wow. man. You just open your mouth and it out just it comes. happens. Uh, <laughs> hell yeah, dude, you do it right. <laughs> oh, um, um, yeah, what else you got? And, and you know, we've we've got a, a further eulogy, uh, maybe toward the end of the episode from our, our pal Dave over at uh, right Erie okay, International. Cool. Um, but I figured, you know, now we can kind of uh, talk about the the movie itself yeah, if, if you guys are cool with it. Sounds good. Uh, I've got some notes here. So this is the first theatrical feature film produced by Warner Brothers Animation. It was originally planned to be a direct-to-video release, but switched to a theatrical release with a condensed eight-month production schedule, wow. which is fucking insane. Just eight months to put an entire movie from like the thought of putting a Batman movie together to being like and also it's theatrical and it has to come out at 
this date or whatever, yeah. which is fucking insane. Normal animation it, takes it was, like four years. Oh yeah, yeah typically. But this was like really like rushed through. Evidently, it doesn't um, show and, though. It's uh, like really fucking tight. Like everything looks. I mean, beautiful. It, it looks yeah fairly consistent with the animation of the TV series. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some CGI buildings in the, yeah. the opening credits or whatever. Uh, best CGI so far in a Batman movie that we've watched <laughs> for nothing bad. So, so that's not a, a yeah. Um, and then uh, due to the short notice, the film failed at the box office and eventually became a cult hit after being released on home video. So mm-hmm. it wasn't until later on that uh, people really got their footing with this. I remember thinking this movie was a bit boring when I was a child because it's like a love story for a lot of it. And then also has to do with the mob instead of like an actual like super villain per se, even mm-hmm. though the Joker shows up like halfway through. But uh, but man, I gotta say, I rewatched it. A few days ago, man, I fucking love this thing. Hey, sweet. I had so much fun watching it. Awesome. I was, I was just, it was really checking a lot of boxes for me. Right. You know? Yeah. It was also nice to see it after, I mean, not nice, but after his passing, like with a little more, you know, weight to it, um, a little more going in to watch the movie. So like, it was like Mm -hmm. the day he passed away or the day they announced it, that it was like that night I was already planning on watching it. I was like, oh, well now this is going to be even better, you know? So uh, I was glad I was... I got to watch this one after the other things a little bit, you know? Um, mm-hmm. And I'd also say that I really liked this too, because it's 78 minutes and I <laughs> was watching fucking Batman forever and Batman return or Batman and Robin are both over two hours and they oh just fucking drag. And I was like, this movie is a fucking <laughs> blast and it's a bullet. I want yeah. this one to last for, for four hours. You know, mm-hmm. I want the other ones to go as fast as possible. So I really dug that. Um, so, Daniel, you were saying that you grew up with this movie. What about now or watching it? Did you uh, do you watch it by oh, yourself or with your kids? Would you, no, I watched it, my, no, watch it by myself. I yeah. think uh, Brent texted me and then mm-hmm. I was like, I got home that night. I think it was like two weeks ago he texted me about it to watch it. Yeah. Right, I was like, I went home that night. I was watching uh, Ninja Turtles 2 and I was like, oh, I'm going to put on Batman. And I was like, man, it's so great. Yeah, I was like, I can't uh, believe like hell of a I, night. Yeah. I know, right? what a night. <laughs> you <laughs> really nailed it. <laughs> yeah, it was a great night watching it. Um, like I said, like I remember, like I remember as a kid, I remember watching this. I remember like vivid things of it. But then, like I said, I think I mixed it up with some of the TV stuff, right? Because I don't remember the drama and like just the sadness for like Batman to like have a relationship, like how much like heart like mm-hmm. hurt him. I'm like, dang, I don't remember that. I just remember all the action stuff, and I remember thinking that the. The was it the phantasm the guy mm-hmm, I was like oh mm-hmm. that's such a sweet costume the design of the costume yeah. is so awesome with the hook and everything got smoke mask I'm like yeah that's smoke that dry like, ice somewhere in there <laughs> I don't know what's yeah. going on <laughs> yeah. it makes it hard for him to get away I was, I was, the funny part of it. I was trying to get away I'm like I'll oh, just hold the smoke he's right there yeah <laughs> you just follow but, him because uh, you can just see it there he goes this is the big trail yeah. I was gonna say I think smoke only works like when you're there like on the same plane right. as them. Otherwise, if you've got like distance, you can just like kind of follow the smoke yeah. to wherever the fuck they're running. You know, that'd be really funny if they just follow yeah. back to their layer. Yeah, yeah. My only mm-hmm. vivid memory of this movie is like because uh, I did animation in high school, so we took animation classes. Oh, cool! And there's one guy who uh, who like he loved Batman just as much as I did, and he had all the animated series like in the collection of the DVD box sets. And then he brought in the Phantasm, and he just like made fun of this one part. Like, do you remember the one part where the the biker scene? Where the, he's the the fight the, he's finding the bikers. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and he like runs and like flip kicks off of the front of that bike or whatever. Pretty, yeah, he pretty much like you're talking about steps on it, and then you think he's gonna kick him, he just ends up punching him in the face. 
Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's he, right. like he made fun of that notoriously in the in the, in the, in the class. And I'm like, like he's ruined this movie for me. Thank you did, so much. Did he think he could do better? <laughs> well, he, it's like it doesn't make sense. Like if you're gonna like mm. step on it, you would like make a kick. No, I think that was to mm-hmm. his point of the whole breaking down that scene. I guess, but right. the fact that he did it, he jumps off the, the front fender just to do a punch doesn't make sense. Like action wise. Yeah, every fight I've been in, I never jump off unless I'm gonna kick. So yeah, yeah you're right, you're right there. Yeah, definitely. Sure. It makes perfect sense. So. Uh yeah. so Daniel, what about you too in your general uh history of Batman and stuff? Was this your first kind of memory? Like you said you did watch the eighty nine movie that you remember before that, but uh, were yeah, you always like a watching... big Batman fan and everything? Yeah, pretty much. I mean I remember watching like watching the movies as a kid. Yeah. And then watching the animated series a lot as a kid, you know, coming home on a during the weekday, like at three o'clock, watching the the cartoons after school it was mm-hmm, always the best. Mm-hmm. Batman to come on on Channel Five, I think it was on, like WBN. Yeah. Well, over here in California, it was on Channel Five, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it was a lot of great memories watching. I mean, it's a lot of the stuff I like. Uh, I get my uh, my fascination of superheroes and like comics is it all started with cartoons and things like that. So yeah, yeah, especially Batman anime series, Superman, uh, X Men. And then Hell Spider-Man, yeah. all the cartoons they had on, like mm-hmm. those things I watched before. I like actually got into more comics. So, but yeah, that's yeah. I mean, it it jumps you into the gang, you know. It uh, it helps you get familiar familiarized with those characters, and uh, then hopefully uh, brings you over to the uh, the deep, seedy underbelly world known as comic books. Mm. <laughs> and then you like waste away your your life working on on comics and this this is this is my life thanks batman is, yeah. yeah hey i got a I got a thumbs up on uh social media this is, this is all worth it. real cool <laughs> i got a thumbs up on social media my life is um, complete <laughs> yes, that's that's all I needed. That was worth the laborious seventeen hours spent on that that page. Oh, man. Um, so uh, let's let's talk about uh, the movie, uh, the beginning let's of the it. movie, where it uh, opens with a quick action scene where we meet the Phantasm early on. I had no recollection of that at all. Like huge chunks of this movie were just like almost brand new to me, you know. Mm. But I know I'd seen this movie before. It was just like decades ago. But I forgot how quickly the Phantasm is is seen in the movie and uh, i thought that was cool you just like bring him in right away let that mystery kind of set in like oh who is this character why do they look so rad and what is this like weird um oversized thimble they have on their hand (laughs) are they going to be doing a lot of sewing i imagine strange i did like that Mm -hmm. captain hook situation Uh, i guess the the overall idea for that character design was supposed to be like they wanted it to resemble a reaper, like a grim reaper. Oh, yeah. And then instead of like an actual scythe they carry around, it was just like turned into a, a gauntlet, essentially. Haven't Brent, haven't you said in the past too, like um like fingers are notoriously hard to draw? There's some of like the gloves and feet, and that's why they did those back in the day. I feel like were they like, we're not gonna yeah. draw hands holding a scythe. We're gonna just put <laughs> yeah. the scythe on the hand. Fuck it. There's a thing. Yeah, it's way easier. Like, Fuck yeah, <laughs> yeah, it dude. seems like they're like Hell, eight months, yeah. no hands. We're not doing any fucking hands. <laughs> <You know? laughs> 
<laughs> not today, sir. I mean, it, it honestly, it makes a lot of sense, I wonder, right? I wonder. Yeah. Um, um, my first notes mm. for this were in the beginning, though. I love you'd mentioned, like, uh, and I read about a little bit online. The, I guess the CGI buildings and stuff that uh, they mm-hmm. kind of fly through and stuff. I just love the whole look of it with the TV show as well that I've been watching lately. Like the music, the 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 whole style of it, this like noir thing. They do like old style cars. Um, I briefly mentioned uh, too earlier about like they do like a World's Fair thing. And I love that like Bruce sees his car there. Like that's where he gets the idea. Yeah. He's like, oh, that's fucking rad. Of course, that would be like a car that nobody has, but he would be able to buy. And it would be like so futuristic yeah. and neat. I, I love that idea. Um, but from the very beginning, like just the animation style, I just, I, it just, you just settle into it really well. It's so comforting. It's so nice. And it's very Batman. Oh, real quick. While we're talking about that car. First of all, the idea that Bruce Wayne is like, oh, that looks like it would be a fucking nightmare to drive. I think I'll, I'll, I'll take one of those. I'll file this one away. But uh, this is like my favorite Batmobile oh, of right all up, time yeah. is like this version of the the animated uh, Batmobile. They upgraded a little bit for I think it was season four of the animated series mm. where it becomes the new Batman adventures. But this one where it looks like way too long to be of any use <laughs> in any, any type of uh uh, high speed chase. Right. You know, if you have to go around a corner, you better start turning three blocks ago because <laughs> this motherfucker's got a nose for days. It's uh, like a limo, but, but they're like, let's put the driver's seat in the back. Yeah, okay, all the way that at the seems, very back. That seems yeah. fine. You're gonna be sitting so far back, your face is gonna get charged from the uh, the heat blast jet <laughs> right engine the on the back, back of the car. <laughs> oh man, I just looked it up online. I was trying to see like the differences yeah. they might have had for for those. It just, mm-hmm. I mean, I just love like it does look so fucking cool though. This is even just a toy, but just like there's just a style it looks to sleek. it. Yeah, it looks fast. I mean, like the the bat ears on it still like work. You know, it, it looks like Batman's car, but it also right. looks like it like airfoils in a way. You yeah, know, yeah, yeah. Um, I just I just love it. That's that's whenever I picture the Batmobile, that's what I go to in my head. Daniel, do you have a favorite Batmobile? Uh, it'd probably be, uh, for the first Batman movie. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's like based on a Corvette body design, I think. It was kind of like that, I guess, but bigger almost too. I mean, well, the Tim Burton Batman's ones. Mm. The Tim Burton ones? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, was it? It's almost the same design as the cartoon, no? Or do I have my memory wrong? Uh, or is it Batman? Yeah, it's like a different, different body type. But um, we we can all agree the one in Batman Forever is <laughs> well, a, a fucking nightmare. I was right? say, they because it's like for both of those movies, and they're both terrible. Oh, oh, for- I'm thinking of the one that's uh, it's it's like tube shaped, but also glowing uh, blue. They, blue yeah, so they do that like they add the neon essentially to it to his car they do the mm. fast and furious treatment you know the early episodes uh <laughs> yeah to yeah. it uh batman's trying to steal vcrs from <laughs> semi exactly. you see it uh and then the second one that well batman and robin they do even worse and it uh, basically they keep removing actual steel from the car and it just has more holes in it that you can see more <laughs> neon and like the more he, i kept thinking back to like he locks the car in batman and batman returns and it's so cool like how it fully locks it up and this one i'm Ooh. like you're just really asking for like someone just to like throw a broom in there and you're just done like you don't even need much you know no bullets or anything just broom handle he was defeated by a chimney sweep he got his ass that's his arch villain right there man chimney sweep yeah, the sweeper the sweeper man never saw him coming black as night oh, sneaks yeah. into mm. your house wow 
scary <laughs> shit. Interesting. Wow. Yeah, you're right. They they put so many holes on it. It's like on The Simpsons where they add speed holes to it. Right. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a good look, man. Uh, more it's, neon. It's a look. It's a you look. can't say it's not a look. Yeah. Um, another note that I had because that we were mentioned, uh, you guys were mentioning about the actual um, phantasm and stuff. Um, I like the design too. I thought that was a cool concept, especially as an adult watching this and not knowing this story, not remembering this at all. Um, I had no idea who the reveal was going to be. I didn't expect that at all. Um, it's a very emotional okay. story the whole way through. And um, whenever Kevin Conroy had passed away too, people had mentioned uh, this. They'd, they'd shown this one clip on Twitter and I'm glad I didn't end up watching it. I started to, but it was, it was a scene from this one. It was a funeral scene where he's a, or a c- cemetery scene where uh, they they titled it the I didn't count on being happy scene. Oh, yeah. Um, so sad. God, gut-wrenching. Fucking gut-wrenching. Yeah. But, man, once you get the reveal, I don't know if we want to do that yet, but once you do get the reveal of, of, of what's going on here, you realize that two people have been hurt this whole time and have been, like, you know, avenging them their 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 people and everything. And it's like, it was such an interesting story. This, especially for, uh, you know, cartoon people look down on cartoons or think they're kids things. This was an animated series made a movie like it's it's definitely for kids but like man it's it's for adults it's a very grown-up mm-hmm. story it's very for a batman story it is one of the most emotional batman stories i've ever seen i was shocked at mm-hmm. what level they went to that in this movie uh but there was a lot of yeah real real heavy moments that were really excellent excellently executed you know yeah well should we just rip the band-aid off here Do it. and just talk about about the reveal so again spoilers for this movie but if you haven't seen it i'm sorry it's like almost 30 fucking years old honestly it's it's, it's on, on you. you at this point yeah yeah so uh eventually we see that the phantasm is revealed to be andrea beaumont and what? uh I it was alfred did, did you watch a different version I watched a different version altogether guys <laughs> oh my god <laughs> it was batman the whole time <laughs> He had a mirror the whole time. Um, Didn't realize he was in the same room. It's, it's so funny. It he was just like, dude, you're in a house of mirrors. What did you expect? Idiot. Uh, world's greatest detective, yeah. my ass. Uh, but yeah, I, I do like that story because the voice of the Phantasm is uh, Stacy Keach, uh, who also voices uh, Andrea's father. Mm. So you're kind of led to believe that it, it would be him the whole time. And it it kind of makes sense story wise that that's who it would be as you kind of put the pieces together. I mean, honestly, I, I knew this reveal the whole time because mm. my eight year old dumbass spoiled it for myself. <laughs> you know? I'd never forget. But I uh, it, this is one of those things that I wish I could forget. You right. know, if I could just reset my brain and, and go in brand new because I, I don't think I would have gotten it. You know, uh, the the phantasm is drawn to be like shaped like a man a a muscular man in this uh series Mm -hmm. but then (laughs) takes the cape off and it does this like kind of wild uh hiding of uh the the body type changing Mm -hmm. by the the cape kind of flapping in the foreground and it hides it but looks like a man takes it off immediately has a woman body type (laughs) uh which is very very thin uh but uh but yeah like overall i i like the general idea of it uh there's actually a uh a current i guess it just ended but a uh dc comic series called batman catwoman uh written by tom king with uh the art primarily by clay Mann, who did that uh the wonderful drawing of uh lois's donk oh okay uh, that i talked about last time Mm -hmm. anyway 
I remember that. Sorry, I got lost in thought <laughs> for a second. So, um, but uh, uh, they they did a story where they bring the Phantasm into the main DC uh, Comics continuity oh, okay. for the first time, <clears throat> meaning that the movie gets canonized. And uh, I don't know, like uh, I'm cool with it. I haven't read it yet, but I, I like this movie enough to where I'm like, okay, let's see how this works out. I I do like the idea that their relationship is really the catalyst for Bruce deciding to become Batman because it seemed like he, he could kind of go either way with it, you know, mm-hmm. but then their relationship falling apart just really set Bruce on a path to be like, you know, I'm vengeance. I'm the knight. I'm Batman. <laughs> you know, we, we know the whole thing. And then there's that scene where, uh, Alfred walks in on Batman, like, getting dressed you know for the first time he hands him the mask he turned or puts it on turns around and then alfred is just like fucking horrified oh yeah i was like i mean it's not it's not that scary i was like he's his chin he's walked in seeing worse things of of young master bruce oh definitely i'm saying oh yeah Yeah, master bruce masturbating for sure what about that one scene of the flashback where they uh where they meet up in the was his back his backyard or something like that he walks in them like making out on the floor Oh, yeah. I was like, yeah. what the heck? I, I really don't remember, remember that. I don't remember Should that part at all. Again? You're talking about uh, the scene where uh, Andrea walks in on Bruce doing jujitsu yes. out in the yard <laughs> for, <laughs> for no reason. He's just like doing these like weird little like Castlevania style jumps in the yard and shit. It's a good yeah. look for him. Hey, and they got her, it was. Got her there. So, From Simon it Beaumont works. to Andrea Beaumont, Bruce will fuck them all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, I didn't realize though that it had so much Batman origin stuff. I was pleasantly surprised with that, knowing that we have had so many of incarnations of those. But mm-hmm. I was surprised. I guess at the time it made sense um, that there weren't as you know we've had so many different incarnations since this movie. But uh, I was mm-hmm. I was pleasantly surprised. I liked that. I liked seeing him fight um, without his full suit on as like an adult and stuff, and then. Uh, and then kind of like go through those some of those motions. Um, and then like you said, like when he puts the mask on, because he has this really cool look in here. Another thing with the design I love is the Batman's white eyes that like squint and like move around and stuff in this. And that's all you really mm-hmm. see is just like black and the white eyes. Such a stark, cool look uh, for this show. Yeah. So, so recognizable for Batman. Oh, yeah. So like when he's hanging out in the shadows, you can see his eyes and uh, they get squinty. He's like, oh, shit, you about to get punched, exactly. son. Oh, fuck. You see it coming. You better get punched because he doesn't kick, evidently. That's right. <laughs> You're on a motorcycle? Guess what? You got a face punch coming, brother. Hey. Daniel, what do you think about this Batman design? I, I've seen you draw a lot of Batman. Uh, uh, people can check that out on your Instagram, at Sanchez Goes West. But how do you feel about the animated Batman design versus some of the the, the ones from movies and comics and etc.? I like it. It's like super sleek and iconic. I mean, the cow, the design of the Shiva's cow is really great. Especially when they do mm-hmm. like the, when they do the the beginning sequences of the animated series, where it's all black, his um his silhouette, it's just so cool. I mean, yeah. I really enjoyed that design, and there's nothing I have no complaints about it. Especially his you know his facial design, his uh big jaw, and then you know his squinty eyes like you see in the black. I always thought that was pretty cool design. Mm-hmm. I have no complaints whatsoever. Yeah, you got no complaints from Sanchez. <laughs> I think the only thing that's funny, I remember now, right now as a kid, like I think I was super shocked when they revealed the 
the phantasm is to be the girl. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, yeah, I was like, what's wrong? I didn't know who I, like, I, I can't remember who I thought I was as a kid, but I knew it. Like, I was like, what's the girl? Why? But now, mm. now you watch it now. Like, okay. Yeah. It totally makes sense. Like it, it's all like the background history of, with him, right. and Angela and all stuff. It makes total sense. It would be her. I love thinking about this, like Brent was talking about, like she takes off the costume though and it like, it just like drapes over her boobs. So, you know, she has Mm -hmm. boobs and you're like, oh, it's a woman. Clearly, like when I was Mm -hmm. watching these movies, Amanda was like in and out of the room and I had Batman and Robin on and she walked in right after Alicia Silverstone got her costume and it's just like she puts pants on and it's like ass, (laughs) boobs, crotch and i was and she was like wow yeah. that's really bad and i was like oh well, let me go to the beginning when you see george clooney and crystal donald get dressed it's the same fucking thing crotch mm-hmm. ass nipples i was like it's <laughs> yeah. the thing here man but yeah so there's yeah. an issue with that too you have that on a loop in your tv oh, yeah right now right in the background you turned it to a gif <laughs> and it's, yeah it's just going and I put in the words, so it just says ass, titties, titties, ass. <laughs> yeah. But it's just Clooney over and over again, man. That's yeah. all you need. It gets real confusing when it's a zoom in on Chris O'Donnell's butt and then it says titties. And you're like, wait, Steven. He confuses me. I don't know what to think about it. Attractive man, but I'm not sure, you know? I'm not sure if we see yeah. a relationship there. So Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. You want to be respectful. Exactly. You don't want to just put you don't have to throw <laughs> an ass on it. Yeah. <laughs> oh man what else you got what other note i only have one other note on here so trying to trying to save it a little bit but um there's a a scene early on in the movie where bruce has a party or like a get together at his his mansion and i noted that they uh really fucked up the asian lady's eyes because they're almost just like like full-on black eyes that felt very nice like Mm -hmm. if they like drew them like problematic and they were like oh we can't do that let's just make them almond shaped and then fill them with black and it's just like she looks like like an alien yeah it's really weird i don't know if that was that was oops you know (laughs) because on Mm. on on later projects with uh with asian people in it in like the same bat universe uh there are asian people and you can tell they're asian but it's not like that's not weird. You know? <laughs> Let's not make it weird. Oh, it stood yeah. out. I noticed that too. It was really, really yeah. weird uh, on there because it's like they're just like black, but it's like she's not, she's not a villain. She's not Batman. Like there's no reason for them to be that way. She's just yeah. a person at a cocktail. You know, hours. It's like so. no one, literally, no human's eyes right. have ever looked like that. Who is not also Venom? <laughs> you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's only when weird he turns look. Venom, and then they're white. You know? So maybe it was Venom yeah. though. I don't know. Ah, oh, fuck! I didn't even think. What's I bet Sony that's on Wikipedia. To? Yeah, you know, <laughs> hey man, they're just making bad movies. You know how they do. Um, let's see what else. Uh, oh, uh, Andrea says uh, she refers to Bruce as the boy billionaire. So finally, uh. in November, it's it's confirmed Bruce is a billionaire. It seems like when we watched Batman '89 and Batman Returns, like he was rich, but he didn't. I don't feel like he was billionaire rich, right? Because a lot of people didn't recognize him mm. right off the <laughs> bat. Uh, and uh, I, I just don't think he was at he that, right that level that yet. But uh, but here, uh, we know he runs Wayne Tech, and this is kind of the first time in November where we've seen Bruce as the, the head of a company, which I like. And there's a lot more with uh, the animated series where he's uh, he runs Wayne Tech. Just like boardrooms and, and meetings so. and shit? 
Oh god, oh it's so god. fucking good. I fucking love CEOs, bro. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Alfred, can you order the nice chairs? Oh fuck. <laughs> Bruce Wayne is the oh. shit. We're getting the rolly chairs. Oh my god. We're gonna get the plastic mat. We're gonna get those floor-based <laughs> plastic mats, bitch. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Good times. Daniel, do you have any notes? No. In? Uh no, I didn't take as many notes as I should have. I probably didn't take any. Oh notes. no, you're fine. Oh, you're fine. Just, dare just feel you. free to kick in. <laughs> I'm just glad you picked this movie and not like a the Batman, the new one. Oh, did you watch did it? You? Oh, I watched it. Yeah, Brent, you oh. still have not seen it at all, right? I've I've not seen okay, it. No. I don't see anything. We're gonna do no, that later is... this month. That's interesting, though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what real quick? What were your your spoiler free thoughts on the Batman? Uh, it was. I'd rather watch the movie Seven. I guess. Hmm. What is you'll see when you see it. But do you like seven? Yeah, I like seven, I guess. Do you Okay. You'd prefer to watch that over the Batman, but does that mean you don't like the Batman? No. <laughs> yeah, that's I don't like you don't like Batman. You don't okay. like it. Okay. No, don't wow, like interesting. It. Okay. Yeah, I would think I that like the Batman okay. and Seven would be a good double feature. Yeah, definitely a double feature. Yeah, if you if you must. If you need a Snyder cut your way through it, that would be the way to do it. Uh, that's interesting though. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah. I like the Batman. I'm I'm curious to see what Brand thinks of it, but um, it's definitely a whole different take. At, and rewatching these other movies now, it's really interesting. I'm I'm super excited to get back through them. And then it's also uh, we're not doing the Nolan movies, but I almost wish we were, just because I, this is the first time I've watched all of these in so long, and I've seen the Nolan mm-hmm. ones so much more recently, and they they're the the ones that I have in my head that I'm like, oh, I'm really curious mm-hmm. to watch them now. So I might just do it on my own. You know, I already stunt watched the other fucking Batman and Robin shit. Might as well do a good one. <laughs> Might as well treat yourself. Yeah. Why have you watched any of it? Work up to it, so. Steven, you don't want to wait for Nolan Vimber next year? Well, that's a long time. And Brent, I'm just not yeah. sure I'm going to be here for it. So okay. <laughs> planning on leaving this podcast for a better one early in the next year. So we'll see. Okay. We'll okay. see what happens. Okay. It was, first, right. it was first a death joke, and then I realized it sounded really like, I'm not sure if I'm going to be here. And I was like, oh, I'll just, no, I'm just leaving Brand on the show by himself. Okay, that's better. I feel like <laughs> a lot of people would much rather you just die than just <laughs> decide to leave the podcast. Okay, that sounds kind of nice. At, least, at least there's some finality right. to that. Whereas, you know, you know, people are not going to be able to get your movie opinions oh my God, going yeah, forward. You're just going to be out there in the world. They need it. Just existing, grocery shopping, um, commuting. Uh, Commuting, mm-hmm. fixing your water tank, this is right? Pooping, I'm gonna leave Soaking the toilet your raisins for in sure. water. Whatever you got going on, <laughs> of course, you have to do it. One must soak thine raisins. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Wait, is that from the outtakes? I have no idea. I don't anymore. remember. I can't remember no. where we talked about it. Listen to the outtakes anyway, listener. Anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so Andrea or Andrea, I never pronounce that name uh, consistently. Andrea, uh, his voice. Andreo, thank you. Andre Agassi is voiced by Dana Delaney, who also voiced Lois Lane in Superman, the animated series, the Justice League animated series, and other animated DC projects. Uh, I saw her name uh, associated with this movie before I rewatched it this week, and I was like, uh, I thought she was already someone. I, I, I didn't think Catwoman, but I thought it was like mm. another prominent Batman character. But uh, no, it was just... Uh, just Lois over in a, uh, a neighboring animated series going forward. Um, so she can never cross over t- those two characters. They couldn't. There's no way for voice actors mm-hmm. to do that. 
she can never meet. They never they can. can have never have mm-hmm. Lois meets the Phantasm movie. And they were. I hope. Yeah. I hope that David Zaslav prevents that from ever happening. Oh, wow. I hope they get to do. I hope they get to film ninety percent of it, and then it gets shit canned forever. <laughs> yeah, that's the way to do. That's it. That's what I want to happen <laughs> with that. I will say, uh, I, do, I do like her, Dan yeah. Delaney. Um, I can, I'm trying to look at her mm-hmm. others, like her actual like uh, live action stuff she might have been in, but I don't. I don't know. <laughs> I what think I she know was from, from the TV show Wings. Is she from Wings? Is she from we Wings? We just talked about that recently. Batman has a cape. He doesn't have wings, but sometimes Wing it can be wings, Commander. but he doesn't fly. Interesting. Oh. oh, I think I know who you're talking about. I think that is a different person, though. That hmm. woman. I don't think so. Yeah, you might be right. <laughs> this is kind of thrills. <laughs> who knows what's happening right now? Uh, but yeah, she's in some stuff that I do know her from. I don't, I'm not really sure what it is. Um, but yeah, I like her. I liked her. Is it from this movie? That's it. Guys, I was way off. Okay. My bad. Okay. Samsonite. Samsonite yeah. all over again. I do it every time. Oh, she's in Tulsa King. Oh, hey. Main role upcoming all series. Right. So. Fuck yeah. Stallone. That's going to put us on the map finally. finally. You know? That's the one that's going to oh, do God. it. Um, I'm so nervous for that show. <laughs> I really am. My, uh, my only note, my last note on here, uh, rather, was mm-hmm. um, that uh, I liked the Phantasm and not knowing who it was. I liked having a whodunit mm-hmm. because, uh, especially from the other ones I can think of, even like the Batman, which has like the Riddler and you don't know technically who he is. I think it's the audience you kind of always do. Like, I don't really remember a lot of these being that kind of like whodunits, but uh, essentially uh, mm-hmm. it's a slasher movie, man. This movie is a slasher film. It's like it's got this oh. this masked character with like a knife hand going after all these different people one by one, picking them off. And you don't know what's going on. Uh, and I thought that was a really cool mm-hmm. way to do it. I didn't expect that as well. Like this movie surprised me in so many ways. And uh, I'm certainly uh, I mean, obviously, I'm, I've been liking it. I've been saying mm-hmm. that, but I'm certainly going to add this as like a Batman movie that I watch. I'm I'm kind of glad uh, that I yes. got to it now because I feel like I have so much time to catch up on. I wish I would have earlier, too, but now i have it and i'm like i'm not letting it go so like much like i kind of want to have batman returns more in my realm i might watch that one a little bit more than i ever Mm -hmm. did uh this one i think as well i think these two coming out of this i'm like these are these are the stars for me oh thank god okay good steven i gotta i gotta reveal something Uh to you okay so as i was coming up with the idea of september now november we all know uh i was like how can i get steven to watch Batman Mask of the Phantasm. <laughs> this is the goal. This is this, the one. This was the overall goal because because this is my Batman. This is my oh, Bruce there Wayne, etc. Right? right. So I'm like, I gotta convince Stephen, but I gotta like. Yeah, I feel like it would be good there. amongst uh, a bunch of other different Smart. versions of this character. Smart. So that's what I did. That's me. what I did. You know. <laughs> and you were right because this is a fucking good Batman, and everything about him. I'm telling you, was great. So. It, you get to see him as a the head of a uh, corporation. You get to see him as a uh, not a debutante. Uh, uh, what do you call that? <laughs> what, what that? What? <laughs> he can't get anybody to take him, so Alfred brings him down the stairs. <laughs> yes, the corsage. <laughs> oh my god, it's perfect. Uh, what, what am I trying to say? Uh, the a socialite. Oh. Uh, you get to see that. You get to see a. Uh, a Bruce Wayne who's uh, brokenhearted from a, a lost love. Uh, you get to see a, a, a Batman who's a, an excellent um, like action character, but also a detective. It's just it just checks so many yeah, fucking boxes for me. 
I just love it so much. Good call, I man. really do. Um, there's a, a point in the movie where Commissioner Gordon is talking to uh, that smarmy-looking guy mm. with a slick back, black hair, and he says, the Batman does not kill, period. And, you know, they, you know go a little bit against what, what Dave Roberts was saying on the last episode. Uh, yeah. I, wondered about uh, I understand that. that like Batman killed in, uh, you know, th- those Tim Burton Batman movies and, and whatnot. But I, I just prefer him to not do that. Mm. You know, if, if possible, don't kill a, another person. I don't know. It's a big ask for a lot of people. You know? Right. But if we could just like find it in our hearts to not murder. I mean, that'd be pretty cool. You know, that's a simple request. I feel really, I think so. Mm-hmm. Like when you have uh, boomerangs in the shape of your logo and you've got nets and you've got uh, grappling hooks, grappling hooks. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, I think you can get away with not murdering someone. You know, you don't need those guns on your your automobile or your bat plane or whatever. I will say it's interesting, uh, given all this, the Batman media we have been following lately, and I also mm-hmm. kind of had that same idea that, like, well, Batman doesn't kill or whatever, and that was, uh, I don't know, it's mm-hmm. like, one of the things lately. I didn't realize yeah. it, that history is so muddled in the different versions, and, mm-hmm. like, I don't remember if we mentioned this one in particular, but Batman or Batman Returns, one of the Keaton ones, there's a part where he, like, turns the car around, and he, like, literally just uses the exhaust flames of his car to light a dude on fire. <laughs> Like, they get really into it suddenly, right? <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's interesting to see. This was like a year later, you know, or a couple of years later, depending mm-hmm. on which movie that was, uh, where they're like, he absolutely does not kill. But it's also, this is animated. It was for kids more. Maybe that's when they, mm-hmm. but I'm like, that's interesting. He's had both kind of histories, you know. Steven, you recently read that Detective Comics 27. Mm-hmm. It was like the first appearance right. of Batman. And I, I know in those early issues of Batman, they were still trying to get the lay of the land, figure things out, you know. And I remember, I don't remember if it's that exact issue or if it's a subsequent early issue, mm. but there's a scene of like a mobster hanging out a window. Batman swoops in from off panel and closes the window and breaks the guy's <laughs> neck with it. Oh, no, I do not remember that. Is that Ringo Hill? Okay. <laughs> it might have been in there, but I it's missed like, it. It's like the semi-famous uh, panel in uh, early oh God, Batman comics, and uh, it's what a lot of people used to be like, oh, see, Batman kills, but it's like, yeah, but they they were still trying to figure things out. Like, early on, Superman couldn't fly. He would just leap tall buildings, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and eventually, they were like, let's just make him fly. Jumping is stupid. <laughs> <laughs> so they just made him fly. So it takes a takes some time before they figure this stuff out. Also, in the comics, at least for a long time, Batman didn't like guns. He was mm. against it. So, and sometimes it's all about guns. Know. Yeah, you never really know with Batman. That's what I find. Yeah, these billionaire <sighs> playboys to walk down. You never yeah. know what's going on within their heads. You know, you never know. You never know. That's, that's honestly, it's a problem. Um, let's see. Uh, Let's see, where is it? Uh, okay, so uh, we talked about the animation a little bit. Uh, I can see some variation in the animation quality. Some uh, scenes looked a little more smooth than others, but also it's an eight-month window. Yeah, like, definitely. what do you want? This is, this is essentially a, a plussed-up, wider-screen version of an animated episode. But, you know, the I think the story saves it for a lot of those... Uh, a lot of the parts that I would have more problems with if it weren't um animated so so well mm-hmm. in uh, the other parts wait what am i saying what, what was that sentence <laughs> i think i i think i kind of programmed what i was just trying to say yeah the animation was great but the story's bad uh, i think that's what i was trying to get at 
Um, there's a scene in the movie where uh, Batman and Alfred get into like an argument a little bit mm. where uh, uh, Andrea gets back into Bruce's life and uh, Alfred is like, oh, you're going to go see her again. Uh, Batman says, uh, as he's getting ready to, to go off into the night, He's in the Batcave. Alfred's right there. Batman says, you think you know everything about me, don't you? And Alfred responds, I diapered your bottom, oh, yeah. sir. <laughs> oh, yeah. I bloody well ought to. Then Batman says, well, you're wrong. Like a bratty <laughs> little child. And, like peels yeah. out. Yeah, he peels out in the Batmobile and takes <laughs> off. Like, God damn. Is this Batman or Bratman? You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, take that silver spoon out of your mouth and possibly your butt, Bruce. Fucking relax. <laughs> Quit talking about my asshole. Get out of here. I'm leaving. Bye. I can't tear this anymore. He, he peels out the other way and just comes back. It's like, oh, well, that was weird. I forgot my lunch. Um, yeah. I'm leaving again. In my back credit card. Never leave home without it. Um, there's also, it, it doesn't show it, but it's implied that uh, Andrea and Bruce hook up one night because she's there again in the morning. So it's like, you know, this Bruce definitely like fucks oh, yeah. for sure, you know. Um, Do some hand stuff, sure. Which is good because like earlier in the movie, there's a there's a flashback to Bruce trying to propose and he fucking sucks. Like he just like tosses her the box. He's like, you'll get the idea. <laughs> it's just like, man, you think of everything. But like you didn't think about this one thing. Like, damn. No champagne maybe this is why he's like prepared for everything. Yeah. 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 Weird. yeah maybe he learned so. from that lesson, though. And he's like, you always got to be prepared. That went poorly. Absolutely. That's why like anytime he shows up on the Joker. He like bends down to one knee, <laughs> takes the box out. He's like, well, doesn't mean to, pr- to propose. Right. Prepare to propose every time, Bruce. Um, yeah. What, what yeah. else you got? I'm, I'm out of notes now, so I'm, I'm leaning You're on at, you. Okay. Uh, Mark Hamill's The Joker is fucking fantastic. Mm-hmm. He's an iconic Joker. He's my favorite Joker. And again, just like batman in this this or this version of batman this version of joker is like the iconic version of it for me this right. is uh the the dragon i'm chasing uh for for a joker story what do you think about this it was cool to see Wait, what joker in it I, I was surprised i forgot that mm. the joker was in the movie mm. that, i was like oh. in the movie right we're like yeah, yeah. Well, yeah like and he shows him in the flashbacks too before he had his mm. whole face redone i'm like that's kind of cool <laughs> I love that Batman like solves that mystery by just drawing a <laughs> yeah. clown face. Like, how often does he try that and it works? You know. Plus, how many people have done that to him and just been like, mm, "That's Bruce. That's Bruce's smile. Yeah. I got it." There, there, there should have been like a sister scene where the Joker is just drawing a bat cowl on Bruce. He's like, "That seems that would right been great." To me. And then it pans out and they're both drawing hearts around each other. And you're like, "Oh, this is the love story. Wow." It pans out on Batman. He's knelt down on one knee. He's <laughs> yeah. bringing box out. Because it didn't take hard for uh, what's your name to figure out that she, he was Batman. Andrea, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it seemed like that was uh, fairly early on. Yeah, it's figured out real quick. I'm like, really? Mm-hmm. I mean, you just yeah. go like this. On that, I guess. Like, yeah. Batman. Got it's, it. It's like Bruce. Yeah. She's like, I slept with that guy. I know who he is. Right. <laughs> I recognize that mouth. <laughs> uh, let's see what else. Um, oh, uh, toward the very end of the movie, when Joker and the Phantasm, who has been revealed, this is the scene where we see that it's Andrea, who is the Phantasm. They get in a fight, 
And at a certain point, the Joker punches her with baloney, which right. I thought was pretty good um, because he had the the robot uh, lady like mm. slice off a, a piece of baloney for him. And I was like, I, but if you if you show a, a log of baloney in an earlier scene, you have to make sure it goes off by the third act. And it did. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the baloney clause. Some callback the baloney clause. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've heard that in movies. Yeah, you got to if you show baloney. You gotta bring that back mm-hmm. later on. I mean, they do it in Ninja Turtles too. The aforementioned. Yep. You know, they followed the baloney rule. That's right. That's true. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's see. Uh, I, I don't understand Andrea's power as the phantasm with the smoke. How she can just appear and disappear. You know, it's not just like a a cloud screen or a smoke screen. Oh my god, <laughs> that's right there the whole time. A smoke screen. Uh. Because it's it will sometimes just appear out in the open and she appears. So I don't know if she's just like crawling, like army crawling, like toward where she's going to throw that smoke pellet and then stands up. But it does seem like there's some type of teleportation power involved. I don't know. Maybe I'm just overthinking Listen, it. But women, I don't understand them. <laughs> women be shopping. Uh, women be uh, smoke <laughs> pelleting. It's crazy. Yeah, it's a Martin episode, right? They're in the same era. <laughs> yeah. 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 Damn, Gina. He's <laughs> <laughs> smoke pelling me again. Damn. Shanana is not going to like that. Is that the right one? That's the right no. one. No. Is that right? Okay. Uh, let's see. Uh, my final thoughts on this movie are that uh, I like that Bruce and Andrea share similar backstories, but Andrea chose the darker path yeah, that's oh, that's between cool. the yeah. two because she is the more... Uh, murderous one. Mm-hmm. Uh, they both wear costumes, of course, but uh, she's the one that's really like taking care of business, you know? Mm-hmm. TCB. And uh, also, uh, yeah, again, Bruce's decision to become Batman hin- hins? hinges on their relationship. It's I'm falling apart. <laughs> uh, you know, it's, it's 10 o'clock over we're here. We're recording late. We didn't mention that yet. We switched our recording to late yeah. times and it's uh, maybe messing yeah. with us a little bit. Yeah. I'm, and- <laughs> yep. I've had I've had a few drinks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's like, what are you drinking? Show. What is that? Uh, Modelo, Negro Modelo. Oh, oh yeah. yes, a, yes. Brent drink. I love that one. Yeah, that's so, good. Yeah. Right on. Celebrate. Buzz. Hell yeah, man! Getting buzzed by those bats. <laughs> bat buzz. Yeah. That's what uh, Andrew was looking see. for. <laughs> bat buzz. Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> He's like, if you lean against this part of the cave, there's a good vibration going. (laughs) But it is cool that the story overall wise, like they really didn't pull from any like comics, right? Like I pretty much, I don't think so. Yeah, this is like all on its own, and they they told a pretty good story, like you know, Mm -hmm. introducing a new love person in Bruce's life, past life, and kind of hinting at like the beginning, why, like you know, that struggle, like okay, I'm going to be Batman. I have made a vow, and he like almost breaks it and almost breaks his heart. But then it ends up like they end up breaking up because of the situation of uh, the dad crossing the crime family. And he chooses to go with crime and she chooses vengeance and hatred. It's a cool story. Like they had different paths. They lost different things and like they chose to do different things with it in the end. So mm-hmm. it is a cool story, Batman mm-hmm. story that they went with that way. Like I can, I can't remember as a kid, like seeing all that as a kid. I just remember seeing the action and the guy being right. cool, Grim Reaper fighting and, but now as an adult and understanding more, I'm like, oh, this is a really great story. I'm like, I can't believe that they came out with this as this long ago. Totally. Yeah, mm-hmm. it fulfills on multiple levels, like over time. It's yeah. Cool. Yeah. 
Because as a kid, that's all you need is like action and Batman. Like what? Yeah, yeah, that's cool. it. Pretty much, yeah. that's all you need as a kid. But then there's Mike Moore too, and that's great. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Yeah. That's what I like as an adult rewatching this is there's more meat on the bone than I initially thought. Mm-hmm. You know, it it just uh, it again checks some boxes for me intellectually. Uh, that's surprising even to me as a dumb person. I'm like, I didn't even know I had these levels, but I have levels. Oh, thank God. I have levels and, I, and I'm going to fall <laughs> off of them if I'm not careful. So I got to hold on with both hands. You got to be real careful, man. But you never know. I, you really do. You really do. Um, so, uh, Daniel, I guess the, the main question to ask at this point is, did you like this movie? Would you put this in your rotation to watch again? Yes, I did like this movie. Uh, rotation, probably. Mm-hmm. If I'm on an animated yeah. Batman kick, I'd probably definitely watch it. Yeah. Cool, cool. Steven, what about yeah, you? Yeah, loved it. Going to add it in there. I think as much as I watch any Batman things, you know, this one I'll, I'll give another shot yeah. for sure, especially because I've only seen it the one time now, so i got to watch it again just to see what's going on from a different perspective. So, <laughs> Just watch it from Andrea's perspective. It's like, oh, he was an asshole. I feel for her. But- I do like... I, I, I watched so many Batman things lately. I feel like I'm getting things mixed up, but I feel like it was this one there were, where it shows her uh, with her father and she's like, he's like, I'm actually like way overextended. I don't have the money for this. We have to like go in hiding and like she has to break out for engagement, like all the shit. And the whole time I was like, mm-hmm. just ask Bruce for money. He's got a shit ton of money and you're completely yeah. fine, right? Like you guys would have just been happy ever after. Like that could have just ended yeah. it. Sure. Yeah, just... Yeah, man. It seems like that would kind of fix the, communication, the problem. But communication gets you every time. We just fix the movie. Don't worry, darling. You know. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But yeah, other than that, I, I felt it was pretty solid. I love the story. I love the design. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought it was way leveled up, like you said, than I thought it needed to be. And uh, man, all the mm-hmm. better for it. So uh, I love that they put so much passion into this. You, you can really feel it. Oh yeah, for sure. It's good shit. Uh, as for me, yes, uh, I love this movie. Uh, I, I remember thinking it was okay back in the day, but it really clicked with me this rewatch, right and uh, I would definitely watch this again. So uh, again, uh, Kevin Conroy is the goat for for Batman's for me, you know. Uh, and if I need to go and watch a filmic version of Batman, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if this one is the top of that list every single time. I'm curious to rewatch the uh the christopher nolan batmans to see how well those hold up mm-hmm. for me you know but uh but yeah man this is like top of the heap for me right so this we're we're at a a peak in november here you know that's good right uh, in the middle that's good absolutely but steven like you said i am finding myself struggling to remember what happened where right uh so like when andrea's dad was like i bought all, all the shark repellent I don't know what to do with it. I was like, wait, where did this no, go? No, wait, that was the wrong movie. Yeah, this is a different thing. Different thing. I will I'll say I am excited because since watching this movie and since knowing Kevin Conroy passed away, I have not been reading a, a, a new Batman comic. I haven't started a new one. So I'm hoping my next go around, I will have his voice in my head. But I realize mm-hmm. the older ones I read, like the original, like 19, you know, 20s and 30s and stuff. I don't know mm-hmm. that I had any voice in those because it's they're so different. It's such a different style of comic that I'm used to at all. Like so wordy we talked about you know and so it's mm-hmm. uh, the pictures are like less and the words are so much more if anything i probably had like the 60s batman voice in my head going with that one 
Uh, and then when we oh, when okay. we read Batman eighty nine, I had Keaton's voice in my head because it's Keaton, like it's supposed to be. Sure, so that's yeah. exactly what I had in my head. So I really haven't had this experience yet uh, of really uh, assigning his voice to it. So I'm excited for that. Mm-hmm. Have you read Batman Year One? So Brent had told me about that years ago. I'm pretty sure I did read that one a long time ago, but I want to reread Ooh. it now. Yeah, that's really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I remember liking it because uh, it has like stuff to do with like Commissioner Gordon and like his personal life and everything like fleshes yeah. him out more. I remember that, yeah. but not a whole lot about it. So I, I would be pretty fresh to that story. Um, like, and the style too is pretty like a uh, clean line. I mean, it's essentially clean line, simply like it almost looks like an animated, right? Like, it looks like an animated series. Cool. Yeah. It's a little more detailed for sure, but like it is David Mazzucchelli was like a great artist. Yeah. And like yes. he did some great art in that book. Right on. Yeah, I'm excited to. Mm-hmm. I have a lot of recommendations and stuff to get through now, but um, little time when I'm watching so many of these uh, Batman Forevers in there, you know? When, uh, so, what, hard, hard what's good comics? <laughs> what's next on the list you guys gonna watch for next uh, week? Oh, yeah. how interesting you would ask that, wow. Daniel, because. Have you done this before when it gets <laughs> wow, <laughs> <Sorry>. interesting. <laughs> Uh, the next movie we'll be watching is also animated question mark. Uh, it is, but like CGI animated because on the next episode of let's talk about stuff. We're going to be talking about the 2017 feature film, the Lego Batman movie. Oh yeah. Yeah. So, you know, uh, stay safe. We'll learn it. (laughs) I, uh, Uh, I have not seen that one either. Um, and I've oh, never yeah. seen the Lego movie. I might need yeah. to watch that one first. I don't. I know they're not like oh. related, related, but I feel like that would be nice, you know? Huh. Hmm. I think they tie them huh. well together. I, yeah. I yeah. See, there you go. I figured yeah, might as well. So. My, my wife's going out of town. I got a couple days by myself. You know what I'm gonna do? I'm a Lego. I'm gonna watch some Lego <laughs> shit. So. Yeah. yeah, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so gonna... Steven classically doesn't doesn't watch a lot of animation, so now he's about to Especially go modern. balls deep in yeah. uh, some Lego movies. Okay. I mean, I heard good things. I just never watched them, you know. So uh, I yeah. think it's about time. Yeah. Um, so that should mm-hmm. be good. But uh, yeah, looking forward to that as well. Um, that'll be a good time. And um, and then after that one, we've got uh, the Batman we mentioned earlier. The Batman. Yeah. Daniel's favorite. Right. He's a Batman. He's a Batman. Batman. <laughs> Man, if they made the new, the next one's <laughs> called a Batman. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking love it. Third one's B Batman. What's happening yeah. now? Who even knows what's happening? Good times. Well, uh, yeah, so that should be fun. Um, uh, Daniel, you have some art online. You got other various things. Did you want to plug any of your social media or anything else you got going on right now? Uh, right now I kind of put a hold on art with just because of work and family life, you know, like it's a Sunday and I already have family here. So it's pretty much right. towards the holidays. Family comes over a lot and we do a lot of things together over the weekend. So I haven't posted anything new art since, uh, was it November? Oh, so yeah, yeah. I'm oh, trying yeah. to do some stuff, but, uh, it's just slowly as every, every one chance I get, I post stuff. I'm still working on the street, te- uh, street timber stuff. So oh, yeah. I'm, my goal is just to finish that for towards the end of the year. Just get all those list of characters done. Uh, I'm stuck on one character. I think her name is Mamiki, and like I'm terribly, terribly drawing at women. I cannot draw them very well. So I'm having the hardest time trying to draw this like a very voluptuous, big-breasted woman. I'm like, oh, this is really hard. You're I like, know, I want to. to all right, and follow Sanchez goes west. Okay. <laughs> like one of those things. I'm like. 
I'm like, it was like, uh, this this character. I, why did I choose this character? I'm the one that made the list too. I'm like, I don't know why I chose this character. That'd be fun. I'm like, <laughs> and I'm like, I hate this. And I've been like, struggling on my phone until the last month. But uh, I did post something online today. But like, yeah, all my social media is, is Sanchez Goes West. So if you want to follow me, Sweet. post art. And hopefully, it can pick up soon. Uh, I am going to do something in December though. So if you live in the local area of Los Angeles, uh, I'm going to be at LA Comic Con. Cool. Wow. So I'm going to, my my friend's wife, she invited me to sit at her table with her. Her name, uh, her, her name is Creamy Art. Um, she does, uh, she does pretty cool artwork. Wait, what? <laughs> Hold on. Let me follow that one. <laughs> That's the name. Creamy Art. It's got Brent. Name. Her, name, her name is Amber Skoyan. But uh, she does some cool art. Her style is, a, I think it's pretty cool. It's a mix of anime and sometimes realism and then uh, woman empowerment stuff. So it's pretty cool art. She's always invited me to do stuff with her. And then this year, she uh, she got a table at LA Comic Con. Mm-hmm. So she asked me if I could help out with the table. So I'm going to go for, uh, it's December 2nd to the 3rd, I think, oh, or cool. the 4th, December. So I'm going to be there sitting with her at her table. And she allowed me to keep some of my stuff on the side. So I'll be there. So my first time doing an actual convention, sitting behind a table, like an actual legit convention, because I've right, done a few yeah. small ones. So this one's going to be like the first time being at a table. So it's, I'm excited for that. So, that's yeah, very cool, man. Print, print out some stickers Absolutely. and stuff like that. So that's what I'm looking forward to. But um, I still need to work on those things, put these things together. So that's pretty much art-wise. I mean, I have tons of things to work on. And I'm just doing them when I can, pretty much. Right. Yeah. Adults, yeah. man. Working on Street Timber and November. Okay. Got it. Sweet. <laughs> Noted. Wow. I always, I always, did you, ever, wow. did you uh, keep track of uh, Chris Ami's, uh Bat-tober? No, no, huh. you didn't see like his daily posts of Batman drawings in October. Daniel, this is November. I I don't have time for <laughs> October. That sounds pretty good, though. We're very yeah. We had a very rigid schedule for all bat related media. Yeah, right, for November only so. fit in this month. Unfortunately, yeah, Can't yeah, fit in the, especially mm-hmm. with all the horror stuff going on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, in October, I I was busy being a little bitch about uh, <laughs> Halloween ends, and uh, I, I couldn't find it in my schedule too. Oh my god! <laughs> what are you guys gonna do for night. December? Uh, Christmas, wall to wall Christmas. <laughs> okay, I have to go. So Chris, Brent's uh, gonna be on vacation the whole time. Or yeah, what? right. Yes, absolutely. Uh-huh. I did see this movie yeah. was released on Christmas Day, 1993. Oh my! And it didn't do well at the box office. So there you go, oh, Brent. Yeah, I think you won that one. Oh really? Yeah. Wow. Honestly, that was a gift from Warner Brothers to yeah. the rest of us. There so yeah, that's that's on <laughs> us, you know. Uh, Stephen, before we we head out today, uh, our pal Dave Roberts had a uh, something he wanted to say regarding the passing of Kevin Conroy, and uh, he initially sent an email. I said, "Hey, do you want to just record this and send that over to us?" So uh, that's what yeah. he did. Thank so, you very much for that, Dave. Yeah. We, Absolutely, absolutely. So I'll, I'll play that for the listeners, and then we will be back here momentarily. Hello, guys. It's Dave here. Um, did originally write an email, and the email was a long, rambly one, and this is going to be even more long and even more rambly. So apologies, but I did feel like I needed to clarify and um, amend something that I said last week which was uh, you asked me the question like who my favorite Batman was and for some reason my mind just zeroed in blinkered as it was on the feature film versions of Batman so you know the ones we talked about Keaton, Kilmer, 
Clooney, Bale, um, and Affleck. And I completely forgot to even consider the best Batman that there ever has been and ever will be. And that is not me blowing smoke up someone's ass because of something that's happened tragically, but it is just genuinely how it is. Look, Kevin Conroy is and always will be Batman. He was just the iconic voice for that character. Um, a lot of us grew up in the 90s watching the animated series. He was the voice of the Batman and Bruce Wayne. And he was just perfect in both roles. He did both of those roles just absolutely wonderfully. He was able to find this this dual character in his vocal range as batman he was very cold and very calculating and and very um stern but then as bruce wayne he had a lightness and a a fun aspect to his delivery which really shone through and it's really rare for somebody to be able to do both of those things in one go and there's a there's a wonderful comic i can't give credit to them because i can't remember the the name of the artist and i can't find it at this very moment but um it was written by Kev- by Kevin Conroy and it was regarding his um his getting the role of Batman originally and how he himself had struggled with a duality for a long time being a gay man and not being able to necessarily freely be open about that and and feeling that he was playing this dual character in real life and he fed that into Batman, and, and look what we got. We got the most iconic portrayal of that character that, dare I say, we ever will get. Um, you know, he was not just a measuring stick for voice actors in the Batman role. He he was the measuring stick for, for all Batman actors. Um, and it was lovely. As, as somebody that watched the CW, uh, ne- uh, not network, but the CW uh, Arrowverse for, for some time. Um, it was lovely to get to see him play Batman in live action, J- even if it was just once, even if it was an other world's Batman, a, a, you know, an old, beaten up, violent Batman. He was still able to play that role and uh, he was still able to uh, give that, line reading of those immortal lines you know i am darkness i am the night i am batman um it's just something that was just so special i i i'm glad that he was able to to do that while he was still with us um he's been batman for longer than anyone else he you know he he started in what 92 i want to say was that when the original animated series came along? It may have been slightly later than that. But he's been consistently rolled out. That's the wrong term to use, but he's been consistently used in the role of Batman in video games and animation for 30 years at this point. Um, the entirety of the Arkham franchise has his fingerprints all over it, along with Mark Hamill, who really did make the Joker his own as well. Um, everything that I say about Kevin Conroy, I think you can apply to Mark Hamill in the role of the Joker, but I think that's a eulogy for another time. Um, 
but your your choice to uh cover the mask of the phantasm this week um I, there's not a better film for you guys to be talking about it's a brilliant film it really is the peak of the animated series uh it gets the best performances out of conroy and uh and and the other voice actors that are involved with the project and it, as tragic as it is what's happened uh this week uh the, the timing really couldn't be any better um I, I said this at the end of the email and i will read it back now because I, I think that this probably is the the single line that probably sums up my feelings about conroy as, as batman um and i said if there's going to be a list of the best batman he deserves to be sitting on top of it and he does i think that it's such a shame to lose him at 66 that's such a young age especially in these years you know um but I, I like to think that he knew just how well respected and how loved he was by people that enjoyed his work. Um, yeah, that's all I've got for you guys. So hopefully you can enjoy the rest of the show. Let's wipe away the tears and uh, let's uh, let's have a happy episode where we uh, where we talk about this exceptional animated movie. I'll uh, I'll speak to you guys soon. Sorry for the ramble. Bye-bye. Dave, thank you very much for sending that in. Um, obviously, we all have a lot of great feelings about Kevin Conroy, and it's so nice to hear from you as a longtime fan. So um, definitely yes. hit everybody really hard mm-hmm. for uh, for his yeah. passing this year, but I'm really glad that we were able to have this scheduled already in a weird serendipitous turn of events, but um, it's been mm-hmm. nice to you know live his legacy and, uh, you know, be able to experience this and uh, and to yeah. have his voice be our Batman. So uh, thank you, Kevin Conroy. Absolutely. Thank you, Absolutely. And we still have Mark Hamill uh, around Ooh. as Joke Skywalker. Like so oh, I mean, If someone hurts Mark yeah. Hamill, I will... I will sit on a potato. I'll be so mad. <laughs> it's tired. I'm, I'm, this it's what, tired. This is how Irish no people idea. get angry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so white right now. I'll sit on a potato. Um, listen, he's trying to hatch it. I don't know what he thinks is going to happen. <laughs> There's a leprechaun in here. It's going to get you. I bet you. Now you make rustic potatoes. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right. Well, you can rate review us on your favorite podcast apps. Five stars is always appreciated. Please tell your friends so when people can find us. And if you'd like to contact us, all the info is in the show notes as usual. Uh, Daniel, thank you very much for coming on for our one of our November episodes and uh, for this amazing yes. movie. And uh, always great to talk to you, man. It was great talking to you guys. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Yeah, Excellent. Of course. Again. Well, cool. Uh, uh, real quick, Daniel, if if you could rewatch either this movie or Snake Eyes, which one are you leaning toward? Oh, this way for sure. <laughs> okay, cool. I thought so. I just wanted to confirm. That's a good question, though. <laughs> yeah, sure. you got to know at the end there. That's good. I have a question. Well, thanks for coming on, man. Uh, until next time, I'm Steven. I'm Brent. I'm Sanchez. And let's talk later. And I came in there and I said, no, you did not. So, Oh, my God. That, you guys, that's wild. That was the I end of that story. They, you, or we said that. <laughs> Whoa. That's insane. Damn. Sorry, I came in wow. hot there. Did wow. we got all that recorded though? All of it. Good. Every single bit. All of it. Good. All the bits. Oh shit! I forgot to hit the record button. Oh. So when you said, "Was it recorded?" 
Like that's a no. The answer is no, but in our brains, the answer is yes. Oh man, that's all we need. We got those brain discs. Ah, that's I, mine fell out a while back, but uh, <laughs> you know, you're what not it supposed is. to drop a hard drive. I hear that. Uh, <laughs> it makes it. Skip well, I know a beat. that now. I know that now. I didn't know before. Oh man. I, I do have a, a question for you guys. Uh, did you guys ever play Minesweeper on Hell the old yeah. computer? Did you really? Daniel? No. No? Never. I, maybe it's a white people thing because like oh, I man. I answered that so emphatically too. I really fell into that <laughs> yeah. white people trap. You're like, gotcha. yeah, of course. Yeah. Gotcha. Everybody, oh, not everybody? Yeah, I've never even heard of it. That fucking game sucks. <laughs> uh, I It was like I one of the eight like, games that were on there. I don't know. Yeah, it was like Minesweeper. Yeah. Yeah. It was, was like that and Checkers. Solitary. And, uh, yeah. 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 And the pinball Solitary. game. They can find you and make you play cards. Amanda loves Minesweeper, though. So she's, really? she's oh super my God. white, though. So this is, yeah, she really yeah, is. Yeah, yeah. yeah she's, mm, she's rolling a flower mm. as we speak. But uh, I never understood it because you like, I don't understand the objective of the game. I know the numbers come into play at some point, mm. but I'm just like, I'm not trying to spend my free time or any downtime like uh-huh. trying to do math, you know? I generally try to avoid uh, yeah. it at all costs, so yeah, it's not not good for me. I do think it's a kind of a fun game, but I feel like also when you said that, and I thought for a split second about explaining it, I was like, oh no, this would be terrible in general, but <laughs> definitely on the show. Like, this is not going to be yeah. good content. So I'll just say that um, I did play it, I do like it, but I'm not very good at it because I'm not quick enough at the math to make it work. Like... I, mm-hmm. I either I just go willy nilly and I just click on shit. I just like try to see kind of like the lottery. I'm like, oh, maybe I'll die today. I'm not sure. And Amanda's <laughs> really good at being methodic and fast. That's where I, I get lost on it. But she's pretty good at like just I don't know, adding the things up and be like, it's got to be here. It's got to be here. And like, it's kind of fascinating to watch someone that's really good at it. So I guess the numbers relate to how many spaces away you are from a mine. Is that the general yeah, idea? I think so. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Sounds in, uh, delightful. Can't wait to get back to a, a quick game. <laughs> it's been forever since I played it. I think that's right. Yeah, that it's like kind of like it tells you what's kind of around you, but you don't always know because you might have like six boxes that you don't see, but you know that like one mine is nearby. So you know it's like close to you, but you're not sure which of those they are, and you got to like do all this quickly. But yeah, I, I kind of get lost in it usually when I see explaining it is great. Yeah, super good <laughs> bit. Um, I, what, now I, I want to play it. You know. Exactly. There you go. So I, I really sold a person on it today. I feel pretty good about that. I feel like Minesweeper was a thing until they invented the internet, and they were right. like, "In porn, here you go." Mm-hmm. And they were like, "We don't need this anymore. But let's just we just stop that." Have there been advances in Minesweeper? Oh, it's like 3D now. It's like Doom, <laughs> Doom Sweeper. <laughs> yeah. That actually sounds like a pretty cool game. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't played. That seems like one of those that don't. They don't get go away though. They just like stick around. But I haven't checked for it. Mm. I also have a Mac, and that's not. That was like a PC thing. That was like a Windows thing. I don't yeah. know if Minesweeper was like on on Macs as well. I don't know. I will never look. Let's go I will look never at the history, history of that Mines. question. Well, I'm going to look it up because the people okay. need to know. But you keep going. I'll let you know if there's some good good tidbits in here. Oh, my okay. God. This The queen made this game. Wow, guys. There's a lot of cool history here. But you will never know because I won't get to read it on the show. But I'll let you <laughs> know if there's anything cool, all right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, I was going to say when I first got my Mac, I think I tried to find a game to play because mm. I was just so excited to have one. And then it was like, yeah, there, we, there's no role games on this. 
there's not really anything historically you no, really gotta be yeah. connected yeah but then you get the yeah. iphones and then they're all about games right so oh yeah apps for way. days yeah exactly you know buffalo wings uh chili cheese fries I, <laughs> uh, potato skins i will say the one thing i did pull out of this wikipedia for minesweeper the game that i i think mm-hmm. is pertinent is that this this pretty much sums up how much fun this is the see also at the bottom the things that you might like if you liked this game see uh-huh. also board puzzles with algebra of binary variables so if that doesn't oh scream god. fun to you <laughs> oh my god i don't wow. know what would Oh, boy. You know? The kids are going to love it when they come home from the science fair. We have this waiting for them. <laughs> exactly. Uh, I'm oh, fun boy. I'm myself in the nuts. <laughs> hey, kids, we got candy for you. This is raisins again. Oh, come on. It's kind of candy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But they're dipped in tap water. <laughs> Lukewarm. <laughs> First off, disgusting. Wow. Can I imagine? Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm raisins oh you're not into raisin water Mm. oh my god oh man you You really want the flavors if you really want to give yourself just like the slightest hint of diarrhea raisin water is the way to go you know raisin water mom (laughs) (laughs) it's like oval teeth all the kids are asking for capri sun raisin water Uh, capri suns oh oh oh, oh, raisin water capri sun yeah it's the next new thing (laughs) no I I mean I'm I would be down to try it on the podcast, but you know me, you know I'm just what I'm was, down for anything. What more really. of like a Sunny D situation? Oh, I still like Sunny D. I, I've, I I've not had it in a long time. Oh, I was but, say, you know, still, yeah. <laughs> I feel like it's the maybe the drink of poor people because like oh, everything that people poo poo uh, really about like, being like yeah. poor, like grape drink. I'm like I like grape drink. I mean, it, does, it tastes yeah. like bad grapes, you know? <laughs> it's, it tastes like the essence of raisins and water, maybe? Raisin water? A little bit, yeah. It it tastes like what you think the California raisins should taste like. If you're licking the right places. Yeah, I'm, hey, man. Hey, man, you see one of them in the wild, you pick them up, you get high as shit. Oh, man. Oh, man. I didn't expect yeah. that. I no. like it, though. Raisins Daniel, do you like rain. the California raisins? You're in California. Hmm. Uh, you mean the animation or just like in general, the cali- raisins? They're real. Uh, the, 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 right? Yeah, the real. animated characters that are definitely real for oh, Steven's yeah. sake. I just oh, yeah, imagine they're, they're, you're in California. Cool. You see a they lot of raisins. They may always, like I saw the commercials, I'm like, oh man, I want some raisins. Then you try it, I'm like, these are terrible. <laughs> it's the worst commercial <laughs> they, ever. They were way cooler than their product is. Yeah. That's for sure. Like, yeah. Yeah, make them way, look way too cool. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's pretty. It's pretty neat. I mean, how can you argue with, you know, a jazz singing raisin man? I was just so. gonna say that was the the way into cool and like to trick children into wanting to eat raisins. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey man, these guys are out there puffing on some jazz cigarettes <laughs> and just being as dry as shit. <laughs> Don't you want to put them in your mouth? <laughs> You know, like, no, I actually, not really. I actually feel like they were the kind of the answer to the Chester Cheetos, you know, of oh. the world where they're like, man, this, yeah. this guy is fucking cool as shit. And he's all these kids are eating this junk food. We got to make something else cool. Hey, I got something in the back. I've been working on this thing, you know, for a while. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's cool. California. You know, it's extra cool. Fucking raisins. Put them together. Oh, my <laughs> God. We're going to beat that fucking Chester. <laughs> 
You know what's weird about Chester Cheetah is like his slogan is dangerously cheesy. So I expect to see him just like drenched in blood holding a butcher knife at a certain <laughs> oh, point. I like you know? He should be like a horror character. Oh, with like a, a crunchy Cheetah that he's like whittled down with his teeth yes. into a shiv. Oh my God, yeah. This movie sells itself. And, and then the, the sequel, he goes to hell. And his uh, his Cheeto becomes a flaming hot Cheeto, you know. Oh man, this actually slashes his way back up. Yeah, it could be rad. Wow, this is really cool. Mm -hmm. So dangerously cheesy. Dangerously cheesy is a sink word. Sweet. Mm -hmm. We're this is sponsored content, right? I mean, I really hope so because we really put a lot of effort into that. I feel like we're just just hemorrhaging money. Yeah, yeah. We either gave a whole advertising campaign. Mm-hmm. <laughs> or a full-on movie campaign. So either way, I feel like we are we are owed for that. That's true. I, all the advertising we did for <clears throat> Walgreens too, and that just really That's got right. us nowhere. I think Allison was right, but don't tell her. Yeah, well, you don't want to like give her any extra credit. Um, no, no. If, if they can't give us money for this though, and they could give mm-hmm. us raisins or Cheetos, I gotta mm-hmm. say, after all this talk, I would choose Cheetos. I'm sorry, they're better, and yeah, and it's a better 100%. character and slogan and stuff. So. Yeah. about you guys but yeah. i would definitely be a cheeto man oh absolutely just give me all the flaming hot and not a raisin brand no <laughs> yep are you a raisin man oh it's right there uh-huh. yeah all right ready dangerously cheesy can't even say it yes okay. dangerously cheesy to sink on three excellent one two three dangerously, dangerously cheesy, cheesy. Oh, hey, man. there we go. I really felt it from Daniel there, though. I really got <laughs> some. That was dangerous. LP.